started. Hello everyone, welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, I am tired as hell and it's gonna show. It has been a crazy early access, both on the good side and unfortunately on the bad side. I hope you've got your cold steel ready for this show because I'm sure that there are gonna be many a meme. Anyway, I am one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporum. Of course, joining me is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka you my boy Blue. How you doing? I'm doing good. This is actually, you know, in terms of an expansion, this is a good day. You know why? Why? Because I actually got my CE on fucking Oh, you didn't get it in the middle of the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm proud of you. No, be be proud of UPS. (laughs) Yes, let me me pat them on the back. Okay. Please. (laughs) All right. And uh, we wanted to have multiple guests on the show today, but unfortunately, I was so busy that uh, I didn't check far enough in advance to try and get more than one. So we we only have Ethos, unfortunately. Hey guys, we wanted to get some good guests for today's show, but, but we got uh, Ethos instead. We got Ethos instead. So. Listen, that's what you get for asking me about Blitzball right before the start of the show, after I've had two shots of tequila. All right. You love it. You love it. Okay. This is going to be an interesting show. Well, it is so going to be an interesting. Have their cold steel ready. So, I, so we'll go over that in a little bit because that's obviously okay. we can't get around that being a talking point. I think everybody knew it before that's, I even said. I mean, yeah, I guess we have to. Though. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, it's it's going to be a thing. It's 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 going to be right up there with ten seventeens back in two point launch. If you guys remember oh, that, no. uh, Sly wasn't around for that actually, so we might have to educate him about it. So, early access has been. We're done. It's launch day. We are doing the show on launch day for Stormblood. And like I said in the beginning, there's been some ups, there's been some downs, Uh, the job changes, we've been getting a lot of opinions, power rankings, things like that for the past few days. So we're going to go over all that, but I just want everyone watching the show to know this is going to be a spoiler-free episode. The first spoiler cast, Ethis, you're going to be hearing about this too, is in two weeks, the day Omega Normal launches, and will not include the Omega Normal story discussion. Sly looks like he wants, first of all, Ethis can't even talk about Spoilers, because he's not done with the story yet. He's taking his time. Well, I've seen more of the story than you have, Mister. You Skip actually have. I'm watching them on. Th- I'm watching them on Thursday. I've already planned it. Oh, yeah. I'm watching yeah. them all on Thursday. Well, there will be a test, so. I know yeah. there will be. So, it's gonna, and you're gonna end up testing me on like the cutscenes that are like part of the quest dialogue, and not the cutscenes themselves. So, barring all the issues, before we get into specifics. How has your early access been? Both of you, let's start with Sly, since I literally haven't heard from him in like a week and a half. Um, if I were to give it a ranking from 1 to 10, 8.5 in terms of experience. In terms of experience. Is that including the launch problems, or is that excluding the launch problems? Including. Okay, that's important. Um, Ethis, what about you? How has your early access been? You don't have to give it a power ranking, uh, per se, but uh, just, you know, how was it? 
No, I'm not. I'm not good at ratings, but I think I think it was great. I've had an absolute blast. I mean, I had the the problems that you know everyone else had. Uh, day one, at least, with you know having trouble getting into instances, and I was getting like a lot of disconnects and coming back in with queues of sort of four or five thousand players. Like I was, I was doing twelve-hour streams, and about half of them I was actually playing like Elder Scrolls Legends in the corner, waiting for the queue. <laughs> at least you had a plan. That's the important thing. Yeah, well, plan. Um, but uh, oh, after, by the way, I have the wrong overlay. I'm going to fix that while you're talking. It says okay, over. Well, it says overlay Ethis, but it got mixed up with the other one. So. Um, yeah, even, even considering all that, I mean, it's, it's about what your expectations are going into early access, I guess. And people that haven't experienced early access for Final Fantasy 14 or for an MMO before, um, might have been like a little bit surprised by, you know, the way things went and the way things were handled or whatever. But thinking back to Heaven's Ward early access or Realm Reborn early access, it was, um, it was no more like, you know, jarring or, or jolting than either of those and uh, uh you and i might have different opinions yeah on that. yeah i'm might have a different opinion as, um, especially as someone who was around for two 1.0 2.0 and 3.0 i just feel like the the vast majority i think we're a lot more jaded even ones who have experienced past i think the, the, the vast majority of people were more jaded i just think yeah. that maybe their memories are not so great to be honest all right well well i think that's actually the first thing we have to talk about while i'm still trying to find the overlay for some yeah. reason i just uh i can't find it for some reason dude um, it's fine people people know i am it's all right i mean nobody <laughs> nobody knows who you are ah here it is okay yeah. <laughs> there you go uh nobody knows who you are so i think that's the first thing we have to talk about it's clearly the hottest topic when it comes to early access and it was the experience yeah, yeah. most people had for the first 48 hours mm -hmm. so I think most people who have played MMOs have kind of come to expect this, minus a few mm -hmm. select launches. Uh, honestly, Heaven's Word comes to mind, and Legion for World of Warcraft come to mind as two very smooth MMO launches, or expansion launches in a sense. However, our, our early access, which for all intensive purposes, is definitely a launch. I'm not going to mm -hmm. say it's not launch. I don't, I don't believe that. Was not good in terms of connection and stability and all the other problems that came with it. Mm -hmm. There were frequent issues, specifically with one NPC, so early on it makes you wonder, maybe they shouldn't have done an instance that was seven minutes long this early into the main scenario. Mm -hmm. Our buddy Raubon had a quest called uh, Best Served with Cold Steel. And it did not work for the vast majority of players for, I'd say until about Sunday at 5 a.m., was about the time that it started stabilizing on the North American servers, at the very least. Mm -hmm. And it has caused a number of jokes, memes, uh, hatred towards people who have actually made it past that point in some regard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think the first thing we need to do is talk about our individual experiences with Cold mm -hmm. Steel. Because that is, it is going to be a meme that is infamous for a very, very long time. So I actually don't know what either of your experiences are because I've had this 24-7 thing going on. So, mm -hmm. Ethis, I yeah. want you to tell me first, what was your experience with Cold Steel? Uh, on Elemental, it was not that big a deal. We were, we were having trouble for the first 12 hours. 
Um, and what I personally did is I, I got up to it. I had some trouble getting in. I heard a lot of other people having trouble getting in on, on various worlds and across various data centers. So I went, all right, fine. I'll just leave it for a little bit. Hey, guess what? There's all of this other content. You know, the game that, that's launched here is just the main scenario quest. I'm going to go unlock Samurai. And I played Samurai for, for that stream. And then the next day I went in and it was fine. Uh, I got through Ravon, I got through Pippin. I know the problems on Elemental resolved much faster were not nearly as severe as they were on any of the North American. You guys also centers. do have three data centers, which does help. Technically, because you're yeah. on the Japanese yeah, data yeah, center, exactly. it does help. We, do, we, we have more data centers uh, across uh, a, a population, which is more or less equivalent. So we're nowhere near as, uh, as overpopulated. And, and I think that's, that's a big issue that's come out of this is like, well, you know, particularly before next launch, it seems like maybe another the North American data center would be in order. Um, but uh, in any case, I, in, in my, from my perspective, the main problem people were having is that they got up to the quest and they couldn't get in and they kept trying and they were sitting there spamming it for, you know, eight hours, 12 hours, 24 hours. Um, and not... Uh, just, just, just slamming their head against the wall, you know what I mean? Not, not going off and doing something else, not taking a break, not, not saying like, oh, okay, well, I'll come back to it in like 12 hours or whatever. Um, so I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the salts and the vitriol towards that is kind of um, uh, self-perpetuated in a way because no one, you didn't, you didn't have to sit there for eight hours hitting the same NPC over and over and over. Like, I get it. You want to get to the new areas. You want to proceed with them, main scenario quest. But I remember in the launch of Heavensward, there was emergency maintenance like four times in the first two days. They were constantly pulling the servers down. People were really, really salty about that. And I've been hearing people saying at the moment, like, oh, I would have preferred they did that because then I wouldn't have to stand there and keep trying to spam it. It's like, well, you didn't have to stand there and keep trying to spam it. They've been, they've been resolving the issues without having to pull the servers down, um, which I think is fantastic. Um, and I think it's better than what they were doing for the Heavens World launch, at least from, from my perspective on, uh, on Elemental. But I, I just can't help but feel like if you need someone else to pull the servers for you before you have the self-discipline to like step away from this thing that's obviously not working and do something else for a little while, that's, that's, I, I feel like that's kind of strange. Now, before I let Sly go, you're talking about your experiences from the Elemental Data Center, right? Yes, of course. Okay, yes. so let's clarify that. Because on the North American Data Center, both of them, it wasn't just that you couldn't do Raubon. That was the big stop, stopping point mm -hmm. for people with the mm -hmm. main scenario. But any solo instance generally mm -hmm. had similar results. Raubon would just constantly kick you out, but even sometimes mm -hmm. when you made it in, you get 90 kid, kicked off yeah. the server. And so people would go to unlock Samurai and Red Mage, they'd get it, and then they'd go to do the first quest. Guess what happens? Kicked out. Granted, nothing to unlock on the first quest. You only got abilities mm -hmm. from 60 and 70. But mm -hmm. getting kicked off and then having to deal with the queue times and, and yeah, that kind of sucked. And I, I got I got disconnects um, quite regularly on the first couple of days and coming back into queues of like four thousand, five thousand people and having to sit in queue for an hour or two was frustrating. But again, it's like those those expectations you sort of carry with you going into an early access uh, inevitably you know colors your your experience of it. And if you go in expecting things to run smoothly and to not have queues and to, you know, get through things and not have problems and not get disconnects, then you're going to have a bad time. Okay, we'll come back to that.
because I want to give Sly the opportunity to talk. I had people in my stream telling me he did have pro uh, problems with it, but I don't know mm -hmm. to the what extent. So, uh, Sly, how was your experience with Cold Steel? Not bad. Again, there were a lot of people who had it worse than me. Um, I think I spent about two and a half hours spamming it just to try to get in. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and after that, I pretty much got in. And um, other than that, I really didn't experience any kind of disconnection issues until about last night when I was trying to do one more dungeon to get into uh, to get to level 70. So, oh, no, I think my experience connection wise was was pretty good. Can't really complain. So, Sly, mm -hmm. I concur from when I met the NPC to when I got through it was about three hours. I realized that not a single person was getting through. It wasn't even just a few select people. They had just literally instant servers weren't working on North America. Mm. And so I left and I did Fates until I was almost level 62. And then as soon as somebody in my chat said, oh my god, I made it, I immediately went there and in about six mm -hmm. tries got through. I kept seeing messages like that or like people in my link shells saying, oh, I got through. Mm. Like Maybe about an hour in when I was spamming it. And I'm like, well, okay, it's possible. So I went back, spammed it, spammed it a little bit. Uh, went to do the fate that was right there, that, that was right next to it. Everybody pretty much did in between spamming it. Uh, and then went back and spammed it some more and got in. So, Did you see people making a, a physical queue? On, it on, didn't work uh, very well on Gilgamesh. Well, that's the thing. Is that I, I was trying to explain to people because people were making a queue, right? And they were mm -hmm. flaming people that were ignoring the queue. And I was mm -hmm. trying to explain to people in my link shows and my FC that, hey, this, this, is only, this would only work if you had across all three instances. Across mm -hmm. all uh, the servers on the data center. Across all of the servers, not only on your data center, but on the data centers that share, that share the server that hosts the single player instance, which for North America is both of the data centers. Yeah. So if you had everyone in every instance on every world across both data centers observing this queue, then hey, maybe you might have gone through. But it was it was ridiculous. It was really silly. So the big thing here, Sly, I don't know if you've seen this, but as I was posting videos to YouTube of the content I was able to reach because I got through early, mm -hmm. I got massive amounts of hatred incredible amounts of hatred what, ha wait wait wait, hashtag, wait wait is it hashtag streamer privilege is yes. that what everybody was saying yes. Yes. yep yep yeah people yep. people same. honestly thought that you were being given some sort of all of us because we mo a lot of streamers made it through you know miz made it through xeno yep. made it through i made it through slime made it through you made it through although you waited till the next day and jp data centers yeah. had it a bit easier yeah. uh, but then you have people like mary who actually yeah. took pretty much until Sunday, I think, to get through. Yeah. And you have uh, Square Enix was sponsoring some streams that day, and they didn't make it through for like 10 hours plus. Well, a couple of them rage quit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Towley, uh, I think, took three days to make it through. Didn't JP like, rage quit halfway through his sponsored stream because he was just like, no, fuck it, this is ridiculous. Yeah, and then he came back at like, um, yeah. I think it was about 9 p.m., Pacific mm -hmm. that night, and then he tried it for like an hour and got through. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's 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 a couple of things I want to say about that. Firstly, I I don't know what the wisdom in doing sponsored streams in early access is if you're expecting early access to be unstable. 
it probably would have been much smarter, at least, you know, from my, you know, limited perspective, it seems like it would have been much smarter to have the sponsored streamers like today and tomorrow rather than on the 16th for starters. Agreed. Um, secondly, I feel like, um, after all the feedback and, and this is something that they probably should have picked up from, you know, the Realm Reborn, uh, early access to be honest is is when you offer early access as like a pre-order bonus or whatever you really ought to have a very very clear disclaimer describing what the early access experience is going to be so people know what they're uh, opting in for so that when you do get this this backlash there's something that you can point at and say well hey no we did actually tell you that there was going to be disconnects that there were going to be uh you know, problems with um, uh, uh, problems with uh, uh, duties, problems with servers, um, and if they made that clear from the start to people, then people wouldn't really have so much of a leg to stand when it comes. Like, like, like as as Mike was saying, the way they treated it is effectively launch day, mm -hmm. and that's not what early access should be, and that's not how they treat early access. Like internally, they think of it as like a a, a server stress test. But which if they, they shouldn't, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which they shouldn't. But if they market it and they promote it like it's um, like it's launch day, which they effectively did from again from my perspective, but then still have these expectations of it being a stress test, it's not. Uh, I, I feel like some sort of disclaimer would definitely be on order, and and, and, I, and I feel like a disclaimer would have done an awful lot to kind of mitigate um, a lot of the the problems that people have been having. Now, I can agree with you a little bit, mm -hmm. but my thing is for pretty much a lot of us who have been playing this game some since 1.0, mm -hmm. it's not their first rodeo. It's like people kind of know this to be expected, know some things are expected when you deal with early access and, you know, the beginning of an expansion. So, mm -hmm. like, to go in, I mean, to go in optimistic is not bad, mm -hmm. but have a, at least have a modicum of realism in realizing that you know things will go wrong you know servers will be pretty much heavy on the first day everybody's trying to get in yeah. it's the floodgates like yeah. it's opening day yeah um you, you can't just go in thinking everything will work i mean if it does good for you perfect mm -hmm. you got through mm -hmm. but if it doesn't just don't fucking rage at that point because you you kind of knew yeah. you, you've done this before yeah, and certainly don't do things like send the community team uh, death threats and tell them that they should kill themselves, um, because there's been a lot of that. Yeah, I know, I know, Shannon and uh, and Matt have both been getting a lot of that kind of bullshit, which is disgusting. Um, there's been a lot of people like asking for Yoshida to step down, and it's like, guys, come on, come the fuck on. Um, I, I, I can't help but feel like there's, there's only so much that you can prepare for an MMO launch. There, there can be nothing more stressful, nothing more mm -hmm. difficult in the industry than like a major MMO launch like this. And when things do go smoothly, like they did for Legion, for example, I can't help but feel like that's kind of a Hail Mary. Like they just kind of landed on their feet, you know, because you can only right. prepare so much. Well, they also had 12 years to get it right. But, right. but so they've also gone wrong a lot of times in that 12 years. What? So Wad yeah, actually I, had, I, World of Darkness actually had the exact same problem. It had an NPC only one person mm -hmm. could talk to at a time, and people had mm -hmm. to wait to get through it. 
Mm-hmm. Although theirs didn't involve 90Ks and duty finder breaking and, and, and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So we had it worse, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I think Legion was as much as them just, like, landing on their feet as it was, like, being, you know, more prepared or whatever. Because I don't see how they could have been better prepared. You're right that maybe not having a single play instance that is that long, like, that soon into the main scenario. Um, or, I or said having... World of Darkness, by the way. That's the 24-7 talking. Warlords of Draenor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We know what you meant. I know, um, yeah. Like, like I, I agree with that, but at the same time, it's like, uh, they fixed it really quickly. Like, they fixed it before the official... Here's, here's what I've been telling to people. If, mm-hmm. if you're still getting these problems, if you still off, if on the 20th, you still have to sit and wait for eight hours before you can get in that instance, then that's messed up because this is launched as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But they did treat the 16th like launch day, and I think that was a mistake. You know what? I'm sure that the main reason we had congestion was actually the 30,000 people who were given 30 days free at WrestleMania, all logging in on the 16th. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure they did. Yeah. yeah that, had to, that had to be it. It couldn't be anything else. How many, how many people do you think, like across all the data centers and all the worlds, were, were trying to get in on the 16th? It must I, have been over a million. I mean, yeah, he's, it was definitely over a million, um, but to, I couldn't even, I couldn't even guess. So, so wait, Haps, did did I hear you right? And you're saying and saying that you're blaming this on Austin Creed and no, WWE? No, I'm not bl- blaming it on Austin Creed. They put, they gave everyone at WrestleMania a free thirty days, every single person. Yeah, but how many people redeemed that? All of them, and they all tried to get through Cold Steel. I promise. <laughs> I thought it was uh, Stone Cold Steel, and they were like, "Man, I got to get in there." <laughs> I didn't bring that, well, guys. For once, it's not me. Okay, guys, guys, you're fucking welcome. And for once, I wasn't the gift. one making the joke. Okay, that's a gift from me to you. Uh, you can you can use that on your friends. Spider Spider Man rule: everyone gets one. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I, one. I get a, I get a few hundred apparently, but he gets one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On that note, so Cold Steel was a problem. You know, people mm-hmm. were getting kicked off the servers. People were then getting stuck in instances. The next big one, because we're gonna cover the problems first before we talk about the content. Mm-hmm. Susano. There was well, well, well. Did you mention did you mention Pippin's Wild Ride in that? Well, you, he mentioned yeah. Pippin. I don't need. Yeah, don't that know. was that was implied. <laughs> yeah, okay. P- Pippin's implied because people got past Cold Steel like, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> three quests later, they're like, <laughs> what? So, the next yeah, major so issue was Susano. Mm-hmm. So, on the second day. A glitch popped up with Susano in which people who were exiting the instance had a chance mm-hmm. to have their character lost in like a in like a neutral zone. Basically, when your character is being transferred from zone to zone, there's like a void of data or space between that. And people's characters are getting stuck in that void. Yeah, they just got an early preview of the interdimensional rift. I, I hope that's not <laughs> a mechanic there. That's great. Yeah. Um, and while eventually the community came up with a, a fix for it, which was mm-hmm. impressive as all hell. Have a have go, go log in on another um, IP address was generally a big thing. You could tether to your phone. You could go to a friend's house and log in if they had a computer, or you could bring mm-hmm. like a laptop, or, or you could just have a friend mm-hmm. you know log in for you. You know something like that. Any of those would have fixed it. But what caused the problem apparently was 
they made a change that when you enter and exit an instance, you're technically your emote is still registered in a sense. Mm -hmm. And mm. that emote was causing a lot of people trouble. And at first I was thinking in my head, what are the odds of people emoting when they zone in? Then I remember pretty much Same. every YouTube video I've ever seen of people going into instances in Final Fantasy fourteen, And all of a sudden my chat goes, oh, thank God you told me that. I was literally emote. I was literally doing slash dance waiting for the queue when you oh. told me that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like any, any persistent emote, man. Yeah. And that, uh, that, I feel like that should have been tested. I mean, are you really thinking of testing an instance? Like, what? Ha I wonder what happens if I'm doing the Manderville when well, I zone into Shisano. But it's a new feature having having emotes persist uh, when you like like through the instance and after you come out of the instance again. That's a new feature. It's something that they should have tested for like every single instance. Another again. big one is swimming and floating on the water. Oh, really? Yes, Just floating on the water. Yes, but again, like they 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 should have been testing that surely for like every single but it's certainly every new instance right i'm like, I floating mean, you you count floating as persistent well the floor you just float on your back yeah yeah oh okay. yeah apparently that counts yeah so i mean emotes i mean that was another huge issue people were literally at that point they had gotten past cold steel they'd gotten past pippin they had mm -hmm. made it at least through the first dungeon a bunch of other main scenario quests with solo instances they were afraid to get 90k out of mm-hmm and finally, you come to Susano, the first primal, and you're afraid to go in. I just went in. And it's the it only instance where that happens. because right. and, it, and the instance itself spits you out underwater at that. So you're swimming when it spits you out. So you're swimming when mm -hmm. you go in, you're spinning. Yeah. It, uh, hmm. Yeah, it was a bit of a problem. So, I don't know. That's a weird one. I just wanted yeah, to bring it up. It's hard to really get thoughts on it because it's just laugh. It's kind of funny in a sense when you think about what caused it. It's mm -hmm. not funny when you think about the, the strife people went through. Being told it would be days before it was fixed. Well, there are a few people that managed to go to GMs and were just like, hey, you need to send me to my return point. And basically, if they kept nagging them, they got that done. But the thing is that the GMs had like something like 30 or 40,000 tickets in their queue. And there's across like North America and Europe, there were like probably two dozen GMs on GE. <laughs> so there's no way. There's no way. There was a, yeah, well, there was a way for some people. Apparently. So those are just, those are, those are the most major issues that, that plagued mm -hmm. our early access. I do want to say if anyone did get stuck in Cold Steel, there were a lot of memes. It might have been hard to watch them happen. You know, I saw, you know, ARR, A Realm Rebond, which I, I immediately tweeted after I saw somebody say it. A, a, a Realm, a Realm, a Realm Raubond. Was, was <laughs> I beat Raubond. Yeah. yeah. I got yeah. one of those, by the way. Oh, God. I'm going to wear it to, my, to, the next, <laughs> to, to the next interview. Yeah. Yeah. That was one, um, the main scenario quest stole Raubond's arm, so now he's stealing the main scenario quest. Yeah, that was another really common one. Uh, what, are some, what are some other Cold Steel memes? Arm of the... <laughs> Arm of the Father and Arm of the yeah. Son. They thought Alexander yeah. followed us with both yeah. fucking Raubon and Pippin. There was there was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit referring to the big, the three major uh, problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What was uh, I'm trying? I'm trying to. Th there was there was literally there was the guide for Raubon Savage. Mm -hmm. All of my comments yes. for the first three days on all my YouTube videos were: Stop making guides for dungeons and tell me how to get past Raubon. Make a guide for Raubon. <laughs> 
Um, cock blocked by the bull of all amigo. There were people offering carries to the Rabban instance for like 20 mil. Leshy, leshy mechanics. <laughs> that one leshy that keeps aggroing people while they're fucking there. <laughs> that, that leshy. Or, you, or can, you, you can skip Soar, but you can't skip Rabban. <laughs> there were so many, like... This this is l as legendary as a meme as you can probably get as I, fucked up as it was for everyone. I think I think in, in a couple of weeks we're all going to look back and laugh at it. I'm laughing at it already, already now that people are making it out. At it. Yeah. Yeah. Jet fuel I think, I think... jet fuel can't melt, melt cold steel. That was... <laughs> oh people people are getting through it now though, right? It's a Oh yeah, since, since yeah. technical launch date and it's all fixed. Yeah, since Sunday at about 5 a.m. Pacific, mm -hmm. I noticed a bunch of people, like, everyone stopped having issues with it. Like, some mm -hmm. people still did, like, very few, but even mm -hmm. they made it through with some persistence. Because when I was making the argument of saying, well, it's not technically launch day, and, you know, if it's still happening on launch day, then I'll have a problem with it, and I'll think it's a big deal, whatever. And people were saying, oh, no, it's definitely going to be happening on launch day. Well, it's irreparably broken. It's going to be happening for weeks. So I'm glad I'm, glad I'm right about that. I'm glad I'm right about that. My favorite one was the, the people taxiing people over the wall that you couldn't pass because of the main scenario to get them uh, to like the ether currents and the fucking <laughs> teleport point mm -hmm. so they could at least do the level 67 fates while they were leveling, waiting for it to work. Uh, or they could gather materials like leveling their miner and botanist and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, speaking speaking of gathering, Mary made a really really good point. I think it was last night or the night before, um, which is something that I I hadn't considered and was probably perhaps one of the more significant uh, repercussions of all this is that the people that got through had a massive head start, a massive monopoly yes. on the market boards for about forty eight hours. Yeah. That was a big one. Um, that's why. That's why eventually, uh, ferrying over the wall, people were charging 100k to ferry over the wall. Some people were doing it for free. Great on them. Mm, but some yeah. people were charging 100k to ferry people over the walls that were uh, restricted by the main scenario, so they could get yeah. to the end game materials. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad that they had the foresight not to uh, have Shiragane uh, housing unlocked, because could you have imagined if that if that acted as a gate for housing? Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's a way to kind of rectify the um I guess you can say imbalance now from the people who have got who were ahead? Yeah, would they? I think yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think there's anything. The mo most they're gonna do maybe is compensate people a day or two of, of game time and that's it, if anything. But uh no, they mm -hmm. they can't compensate anything else. And if people on all the people that went to all the new servers, people that make characters on all the new servers getting all the free gill and extra free yeah. times, yeah, like well, which I think is great, by the way. The free yeah. guild, the free experience, all that for people moving around. It's it's great, but at the same time, if you went to the new server just on that situation alone, still the same data center. You're you're yeah. kind of fucked, and yeah. you know, <laughs> and you're there like, for ninety days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've had people do that, and I'm like, well, I'll see so you in a three decision months. you should make lightly, you know? Yeah. You want to know something funny? European data mm -hmm. center, they made a new server called Omega. Mm -hmm. That Omega had a 17,000 player queue <laughs> because European players were transferring over to Oh, everyone was transferring to it thinking that it was going to be. <laughs> All right. And so they made another one called Louis Soir. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that is terrible. That is terrible. It had a 17,000. 
17,000 player queue. Not even, well, 1.7. 17,000 player queue. So none, none of us, none of us are server engineers. So obviously, you know, our opinions don't really hold any more water than anyone else's would. But what what would you guys do differently? Like how, how do you think maybe this could be rectified? Alloc uh, allocate less instant servers to the level, level 65 to 70 stuff and allocate more mm -hmm. instant servers to the low level mm -hmm. stuff for the first day or two. Right, and then I think they definitely need to have like one or, or a couple of servers like dedicated to each data center, for instance, servers. Yeah, just stuff like this. Um, another thing is we, don't put a fucking quest before at least the first dungeon, or that locks you out of like the second main city, or like they're, they, you were locked out of so much by getting stuck on that quest. It was yeah, I I mean that's true, but at the same time, people that thought that there was nothing else that they could do were wrong. They could have been unlocking the new jobs, and doing that stuff. Yeah, but people do can this... really do that. Sly, so let you talk. Let's go. Yeah, do you think this was that sacrifice of uh, some of the budget? I mean, mind you, we had like a larger budget. No, no, I literally so, think they ju they just they couldn't handle the volume. It was yeah. so early on. Even if they, honestly, even if they had allocated more instances, the way it went is still the way it was going to go. It just would have went faster. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It didn't help so, that the Red Mage and Samurai Quest both had instanced fights right at level 50 at, as well. To be fair, they were really, really fun instances. That's not a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of jobs had instances at 60. Uh, um, Warrior did, like you said, Samurai Red Mage. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of why I slipped through the cracks a little bit as well, because I didn't have to deal with the instance in term, terms of my job. Yeah, that definitely helps when you don't have to deal with mm -hmm. any of the instances for because I don't, I don't know about you guys for my job quest. I didn't bother with any of them on two jobs now until 70 because there's you don't get mm -hmm. anything from them other than story until max mm -hmm. level. For yeah, Red Mage right. and Samurai, you get a new ability at 60. But still, that's you know for every other job, there's nothing mm -hmm. else. It's literally you don't have to do them till seventy. Um, right. So what was what was another thing I was going to bring up? Um, shit, I forgot. There was there was something else that I wanted to bring up and something that I, I had a, an issue with their them design wise. Right. It just slipped my mind. I, I I'll probably have to I'll probably have to come back to it. Oh, well, there. Could it? could they add a system that? When you click on the solo instance, it places you in a queue. In a queue, yeah. And I don't see why. Kind of like, like, like what they did with um, the, the servers the themselves. Yeah. 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 I don't see why they couldn't have have done that. But the, but the thing is, like, then you'd get uh, a queue popping up saying, like, you will be able to enter this duty in eight hours, and you go, oh well. <laughs> At least you can walk away because you can't disconnect from the server while interacting with an NPC. <laughs> Oh, so you just leave yourself there interacting with the NPC and go and have a sleep. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what people should have been doing. Oh, anyway, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. that that is something that would absolutely help. Um, yeah, but I, I still think the main thing for me in terms of like play feedback, in terms of people, it seems so many people were not expecting there to be problems and they thought that they would just like go in and everything would be fine. And I, I hate to say that a lot of, uh, because I, I don't want to like, um, I don't put like a whole bunch of people in the same box, but there are a lot of people that I feel were just acting really entitled 
and you're right like you've spent the money so in a way like you know you are entitled to like a certain amount of service or whatever but the thing is like there there are a lot of people that thought that this was uh you know the devs not working hard enough or not having prepared hard enough or just like not doing anything about it and every single person at square enix probably went like 36 hours without sleep over launch trying to get this stuff resolved and when you're just being so spiteful um, in, you know, social media on the official forums and stuff like that, it, it's just like, I, I, I can't help but feel like maybe there's something that Square Enix could have done to soften that blow and uh, I guess temper people's expectations or, or um, like I say, some sort of disclaimer or something would, it, would have been great. Right. Something they could have pointed to and been like, well, hey, look, we did, we did warn you. Uh, it's, I've just, I gotta say like my, my, my faith in the community over the last couple of days has taken a bit of a hit. I gotta say like, I'm, I'm really, and again, I don't want to make it like a blanket thing, but I'm really disappointed in, uh, in a lot of the, the bullshit that's been coming out of the community in the last couple of days. Yeah. Okay. I think we've covered Colt Steel long enough. All right. <laughs> Pretty much. Let's get to the good stuff. So now let's talk about Stormblood. Again, reminder, spoiler free. Ethis hasn't even finished the main scenario. So the one person who people think wants to talk about the story the most doesn't have a complete picture yet. So don't be afraid. I'm probably got more of a picture than you do, man. <laughs> I would, well, yeah. I would, I would like to say this real quick, just as a reminder to you two, and a reminder to everyone in the chat. Mm-hmm. There are three instances I do not want us to state by name. There is the level 67 main scenario dungeon. There is the first level 70 main scenario dungeon. Mm. And there is the final trial of the main scenario quest. We will not mention these instances by name. We will not mention the bosses by name. Enjoy them when you get to them. Trust me. So you the will. other two level 70 dungeons? Yeah, the other two level 70, I, I don't care. Because... Okay. Because, yeah, their locations are kind of like, huh? But as soon as you get there on your map, you kind of know that there's something going on there. Like, right. those aren't that big of a surprise because you can see the dungeon entrance on your map. Actually, the level 70 right. main scenario quest, until I finished the quest before it, it didn't even appear on my map. That's how much, like, Square Enix tried to prevent you knowing that was what you were going to be doing. Mm. So, mm. Um, keep that in mind. You'll be, when you get there, you'll be like, oh, okay. So I'm going to give you a TLDR. This, other than the launch problems, this is infinitely better than Heaven's Word. For a launch. (laughs) Yeah. Or for content, for for quality of content. Now, let's go into some specifics without spoilers. Okay. I like these zones better. They're beautiful. Yes. Even even the fringes and the peaks, which are both mountainous areas... Mm-hmm. I am. I have, I care so much more about them than I did the four lands and the sea of clouds. And mm-hmm. I was not impressed by the the sea of clouds was fun to fly through, but un, until I could fly, I hated that zone. Mm-hmm. So one I, thing I love. Yeah, okay, one I, thing I love about the zones is, in comparison to Heaven's Ward, where when we got into a zone in in Stormblood, like even without flying, they look amazing. And then when you actually are able to fly, they look even better. 
And another thing that I felt like Heaven's Ward kind of relied on in terms of making a zone feel vast, and these zones feel vaster than the ones in Heaven's Ward, is the fact that they don't, they're not tiered in, in terms of the vertical axis like the zones mm -hmm. in, in Heaven's Ward are. It's just you have pretty much one plane. You have area, you have some areas that you will need to reach by flying, but other than that, it's just on one kind of vertical axis. Whereas, you know, you have sea of clouds and you have to fly to this tier and then fly to an even higher tier to get to some other places. Yeah, I just thought like brilliant on the devs for making the zones feel a little bit a little bit more vast without mm -hmm. having to rely on that vertical on. I agree with that. Yeah. They they felt they felt a lot they felt like real places, you know. Mm -hmm. They felt a lot more um organic, they felt a lot more natural. Mm -hmm. Um the, the first thing I noticed with that was was obviously Kugani. Like it feels like a real city. It's 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 very it's very dense. Like it's not um this just sort of flat map where there's like, you know, things that really, basically how the realm reborn cities feel. And um uh then the problem I always had with Ishgard is that it was just big and empty and there wasn't you know really anything there um but uh yeah i i absolutely agree there's the zones like the the and they're also different like from each other and from everything else that has been <coughs> in the game as yeah. well um uh, they're, they're just the the level design like both in dungeons and in the zones has been just absolutely fantastic like the strongest i think i've ever seen in an mmo to be honest yeah um i I agree for the most part. Um, there is one zone that aggravated me, and uh, mm. Sly will know at this you will not. Ruby the, C? The locks. Okay. I have seen the locks. There's one thing that aggravates me about the locks. I think mm. I know what it is. More than anything. Is. And it's, the, it's, it the, it's their design in the ether currents. Yes. I will not okay. tell you where they are unless, unless I'm in the middle. But holy shit. Who the fuck designed the ether currents for the lock? You are an asshole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew some people were, like I, I was talking to Fig about this, and and he loved how he had to go like go through buildings and like they were really difficult to find. You really had to. That's the thing. You have to go through hell and half of Georgia just to get one I mean, to the other. No, <laughs> no, it really wasn't. You'd think right, it's well, great because it, 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 you'd think it's great because it gets you exploring, but you're mm -hmm. like literally staring at it. You're like, how? how do I get and then you're like, oh, let me just yeah. let me just go halfway across the map. Yeah, no, not even halfway. The entire way across the fucking map, uh -huh. and then loop back around, to come mm -hmm. back, and fucking. Oh, that's not a level design problem. That's something that frustrates you for like forty-five minutes, and then you never think about it again. Every other time, I'm you go thinking about it right now, and it's been three days. Every time I fly through that zone, I look at where that ether current was, and I go, you "Forget about that." So good. the Lox is I'm, such a beautiful zone. You'll it is. About it. It. The Lox is the Lox is one of the best zones in the game. Yes, yeah. almost all standpoints. It is a yeah. it's incredible. But those ether currents are just. The worst thing I've ever experienced. Happy, I don't know about you. You probably would have done this, but in the back of my head, I was thinking. I like there was a thought. Maybe I should shout for somebody who has a you know flying mount who's unlocked all the aether currents and everything, and just get them to <laughs> ferry me there. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was really thinking about it. I was. Some oh, some people not? in the chat paid for people to ferry them to them. I know that mm -hmm. for a fact. Yeah. So yeah. some if, people if you're making people pay to ferry ferry them places. That's kind of. 
He paid 250k. That's ridiculous. So, okay, well, 250k is a drop in the bucket for some people. You know? For some people, sure. Well, yeah. Okay. But for like five minutes of work. So some people yeah. are pointing out that the hinterlands was somewhat the same, where you had to yeah. not only go through Idleshire and unlock the other half, you yeah, then had to true. loop all the way around. Okay, so here's the thing. When you get to that ether current, you kind of immediately figure out you won't get there till later. Mm-hmm. With the one in the locks, you can get there immediately, but you think it's going to be somewhere nearby that gets you in it. Because right, it right. feels so within reach. The other one doesn't feel within reach. This is like, right. it's literally right there. It's got to be somewhere near here, right? And there were a couple of these like that. It wasn't even just one. If I, if There's it was just one, one in particular, either, though. Yeah, and I think I know which one you're talking about. But if it was just, if it was just one in particular, I would have let it slide. I would have been like, you know what? You know what? Fine. Force me explore. I don't care. But you do this like several times. Yeah, there's another there's another one, and I won't say where it is because it's mm-hmm. actually it's a very big spoiler, the name of the mm-hmm. location where it is. I'll just mm-hmm. say it's in the for those who know, the southeastern side of the map. Near mm-hmm. an near an etherite. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, you look at it and you're like, okay. How? <laughs> and by the time you find it, you feel dumb. It's not nearly as mm-hmm. bad as the other one, but I know people that spent like 20, 30 minutes on that one also, even though it's like literally like if I could just jump and do it at the same time, I could probably get it done. So if the currents were adjusted in, what was it? 3.1 for Heaven's Ward. 3.1, 3.2, something like that? I think 3.2 because I have gone yeah. back and done the adjusted ones, right. which were... Right, and the adjusted ones are much easier. I, I think that the ones in Stormblood are much easier than what they originally were yes. in Heaven's They're about the same mm-hmm. as what they were after the adjustment in Heaven's Ward. Yeah. And I think that's smart. I think that's good. I think they found like the right balance there. A lot of people are frustrated that we still have to do them, but I, I, see, I see the value in having to explore these areas. And Because the thing is like so many people, they want to they wanna blast through a zone. They want to sit with their thumb up their ass in, in the Idleshire equivalent for the next three years. And they're never going to explore. Two years. Like, Calm down there. Sorry, two years. And they're never going to explore, you know, like eight-tenths of the, of the game's uh, content. And that's, that's disappointing. And I feel like coercing people to actually go through and realize how beautiful these maps are isn't such a bad thing. I will say uh, one thing about the, not, in, not just in um, terms of Aether Currents, but in terms of map design, there was one particular area in um, the fringes that I didn't like because it was, it's the bottom right-hand area. Right, you're talking about the south part of the fringes. Mm-hmm. It's like a one-way, one-way road. So you mm-hmm. go through that, and I think it's called the scabbard. Yeah, is, there, is, it, is it where the boss fade is? The one that everyone was doing for while they were waiting for Rob Bond, the evil seed? No. No? no. Okay. Mm-mm. But yeah, it's on the southeastern part of the map, and basically it's a one-way street. You go through it, and you hop down, and you can't really go through it again because it's elevated to the point where you would have to fly to get right. through it. So, so if you were doing, so if you were doing a quest and you were on the other side of the scabbard and you just mm. you, not hit, you had to go back. I know where this is. To yeah, you had There's to go actually, back to these couple of places like that in the yeah. in the fringe. Yeah, yeah. Now I thought that was kind of you know a little bit less lackluster in terms of map design, like having to make you backtrack and go all the way back and then kind of loop around, like do a 
kind of NASCAR circle just to get around it. Well, I think all in all, these zones just were better than Heaven's World. Yeah. I think the only, the only zone I would argue that I, I actually liked in Heaven's World was Azus Law because of the story implications. And the fact mm-hmm. that it also, mm-hmm. as much as it's a pain in the ass going back to do things like Hunt and whatnot because it's so big. Mm-hmm. It was something that visually you just saw, like, there's so much to tell about this area. Everything has a story. Everything has a purpose but because it's a facility. This, this, I mean, like, okay, I, I agree in Azus, like, like, it was very, very, very clear that that was the case. The thing is, every single one of the zones in Stormblood has been like that. Exactly. It just might not, might not and that's be what's good about um, that. Sort of clear to the naked eye. Um, like, oh, Nan Krebs Hope. When I when I actually saw that, I was just like, oh. you know, I've already started sort of marking down areas you're gonna quiz me about, like yes. any, any anything that sounds like the like the steps of Sasamo, yes. anything mm-hmm. like like even hundred throws. I'm surprised you never asked us about, like back in Dervanian Forelands. So anything right. anything that has a number and mm-hmm. some sort of implied thing, I'm literally mm-hmm. like stalking over it. Like he's gonna fucking ask us about. This. Man, I'm so excited for Nian Krebs Hope to be a dungeon of some sort. Okay. You think it'll be a dungeon? Anything it'll be something. It'll be something. Any, anything yeah. could happen. These, these zones, the next thing we have to talk about is the music, the track for Stormblood. Oh, it's so good. I will say... Although... Okay. No, I, no, 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 no. I, I want you to go. I want you to go. I want you to go. I was, I was going to say, like, I, I'm very upset the fact that I'm hearing the Garland National Anthem every time I complete a quest. I'm like, no, no. That's not yeah, right. Yeah, that's not weird. Kind of makes me wonder what Xenos hears when he completes a quest, and maybe that's why, maybe that's why he's so uh, jaded. Maybe he hears like I don't know the Moggle Mog theme or something. He's like, "Fuck these Aeorians! Oh, oh, I hate them!" But isn't that isn't that kind of messed up? It's it's sort of this dark irony. We hear the Galan national anthem every time we complete a quest. We're in their territory, man. Well, yes, but it's like this big victorious triumphant, like, yes, congratulations. You complete. I'm like, am I, am I working for Garlemald? <laughs> like, the line is literally for Garlemald. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, t- listen, 5.0 Garlemald is a, Gar- Garlands is a race confirmed. All right. I prefer that to the, to the, the, oh, the Lupin. The fairies. The Lupin? They look ridiculous. The Lupin? You had a problem with the Lupin? I don't have a problem. No, I, I don't have a problem with the concept of a race mm-hmm. like that. I just think the Lupin look ridiculous. They look like people with, with Halloween wolf masks. It's like they, <laughs> and there's, hairy there's chest. nothing. That's the thing. There's nothing. Um, there's nothing like uh, bestial about their their body or anything they're just cures with the fucking halloween they, wolf dude they have fucking fur on they're their fine. body yeah they got hairy chest so why everyone's got a fucking hairy, hairy chest doesn't make you <laughs> my lava doesn't have a hairy chest i want to be a character <laughs> that has a hairy chest that'd be sexy I've, as fuck i've got side burns what? i'm sorry what <laughs> i got a cough so you guys are gonna hear me i'm gonna mute so they don't have to hear me cough um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with having a race that kind of fits that, that aesthetic, but I feel like the Lupins is just, they're just kind of silly. I don't know. I'm, I'm holding inter- out. I'm holding out for them at 5.0, dude. I'm yeah, I think they probably will be. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in the lore behind the Lupin. Uh, I kind of picked up a few things from certain lines. 
And I, I want to, once you finish, yeah, once you finish main story, I want to kind of pick your brain about us. Yeah, we'll talk about it. You know, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll have a conversation. Yeah. 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 Um, so I will say this. The, okay, so as, as good as some of the music was, the final boss theme, which we've known since the media tour, mm-hmm. which is one of the best themes in the entire game, it literally it feels like Thornton esque in a sense. It yeah. feels better than Thornton, yeah. in my opinion. Even for some of the shittiest final bosses <laughs> that absolutely do not deserve this music. Um, I will say this. If I have to listen to Lakshmi's theme for more than about two and a half minutes, I want to shoot myself in the fucking brain. I gotta say, Lakshmi's theme is definitely one of the like, like aesthetically, it's it's cool. I understand where they're going with it, mm-hmm. but it's one of the less thrilling primal themes I've heard. <laughs> I I literally I I was doing Lakshmi Extreme. Mm-hmm. And I turned it off and just turned on like house music instead. I just I I, I couldn't put turn it off. Turn on Ravana's theme. <laughs> like I would I would like I'm not a big fan. The, the two primal themes I'm the I'm not a fan of are Shiva's second phase because I don't mm-hmm. like the you whole like, J-pop thing. You don't like butt rock? No. Shut up. It's not J-pop. It's butt rock. It's yeah, awful. Is what it is. Um. And Ravana's second phase. Like, Ravana's second phase, I like to make fun of. Ravana's second phase is amazing. What's what's that I hate about? I saw someone make a post recently being like, it's it's a song about a giant insect guy (laughs) that's going to fucking kill everyone in the world until literally only he, a 20 foot tall insect man, is is left. And it's like, hey man, it's amazing. It's so cool. Small side note. Small side note, Susano. Susano. It's so good. Small yeah. side note, Susano, uh, Susano and um, Ravana, BFFs. Oh, they would get along so well. Oh, yeah. Well, well, Ravana, well here's, the, here's the problem. Ravana skips arm day and goes mm-hmm. for leg day, and Susano mm-hmm. skips leg day and goes for arm day. So they yeah. can't go to the gym on the same days. That's well, Ravana doesn't need arm day because he makes up for it in by having con- four fucking arms. Yeah, yeah. He's like Goro, <laughs> except Goro fucking went to arm day. All right. Um, yeah, but I can. Uh, I think we can agree in, in terms of uh, the two primals. You know, Susano and Lakshmi Susano had the better music. Yeah. Like when I yeah. uh, first did Susano and immediately heard the music, I thought it fit. Sure. It definitely fits. It definitely yeah. fits. Can, can I say that, like, a, a, aside from the primal themes, like, all of the zone music, all the instance music, it's been amazing. Like, yes. Soken, so, oh, holy crap, Soken. Like, just, he, he just keeps, I don't know how he does it. He just keeps getting better. Not only is he getting more prolific, not only does he, does he toss out the equivalent of, like, two or three albums a year, mm-hmm. uh, which is saying like they just keep getting better and better and better and it's like oh dude oh oh it's so good i can't i can't not wait until we get the soundtrack yes yeah um speaking of which i don't know if either of you have the most recent soundtrack but uh those those rise lyrics though (laughs) oh the rise lyrics the rise lyrics are like even more silly than the lyrics that we were making up Oh my god, they're so fucking weird. I've made it I made so it a mission dumb. for me to memorize and be able to repeat almost all of them except for the first four like lines. Are you you're gonna you're gonna learn how to rap the whole thing? Yeah. 
Easy. We should have a rap battle um, for, for the next. I probably don't want to do it right now because of the tequila, because it's gonna be. Because <laughs> <laughs> you might get a little too into it. Uh, no, because I'm gonna be like, <laughs> like that, like like I'm gonna trip over my tongue doing it. Because you need a lot of focus you, for the, especially for the thirty thousand goblins. Like that entire that's like true. section of the thirty thousand goblins is uh That's true. That's what, what, true. I want to get Koji to actually rap it because he wrote it, so he better be able to fucking say. I'm sure he can. No, 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 no. I'm I, sure I, he can. I'm expecting you on stage at the next fan fest to do that. I will. Let's do it. I'll yes. fucking do yeah. it in a heartbeat. Because we were robbed. They didn't perform Rise for us, so no, we were didn't. robbed. We got locusts, but we didn't get Rise, so. Locus was very good. Yeah. Literally, the worst part about the official lyrics for Rise is where there's four question marks, because even the fucking people who put the <laughs> lyrics on the album didn't know what the fucking words were. <laughs> Koji couldn't remember. Koji <laughs> probably wrote that after, like, such a bender. <laughs> yeah, it's super something-tageous. Like, super yeah. question mark, question mark-tageous. I don't know. Supercalifragilist. <laughs> no, that's what everyone always says. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, zones, beautiful. Music, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Next thing we have to talk about is the dungeons. Mm -hmm. Without naming two of them, or as a reminder. And you said the 60... 67 and the mm -hmm. 70. It should be obvious where those two are. Yeah, I'm looking at them. Okay. Just make it, he's got the game up, so he makes sure not to mention them. Because mm -hmm. I think people should see those and their names and their concepts for the first time, like, themselves. As sure. well as the final trial. Sure. Let's just say this. Today I leveled Samurai from 60 to 70 in about 12 hours. It's my second Dang, job dude. to 70. <clears throat> I did those dungeons. That's all I did. I did dungeon spam. After I hit 61, I just spammed all the Stormblood dungeons. Mm -hmm. The amount of respect I have for these dungeons compared to the Heavensward dungeons is night and fucking day they're ridiculous mm. they're so good they introduce so many new concepts and themes and mechanics and mm -hmm. like design aspects and oh my god so i kind of want to do them side by side without naming them and i know sly is the only one who can join me after 65 have you done the 65 dungeon yet at this or are you just on the 65 no, no, i know what they are i know what they all are no, I okay done so let's do them side by side let's compare them to their immediate counterparts because they were the exact same number of dungeons in Stormblood mm -hmm. as there were in Heavensward, which we expected, mm -hmm. and at the exact yeah. same points with mm -hmm. odd-numbered and then at level 70. Mm -hmm. Dusk Vigil versus... What's the exact name? The Siren Song? The Siren, the Siren Song C. The Siren Song C. Mm -hmm. I fucking hate Dusk Vigil. It is... like I would rather get Stone Vigil in the Duty Finder I, than get Dusk fair, Vigil. I like, I like Dusk Vigil. Uh, the first time I went to Dusk Vigil, I was like, oh my god, this is, uh, I'm in the, the Crowns DLC for Dark Souls 2. This is awesome. <laughs> no. It didn't. But I definitely agree that Siren Song C is a stronger dungeon. Like, starting a Siren Song C with the NPCs, like, participating in the fight, I'm like, oh! Oh! It's, it's also just a what better set piece. By the way, uh, F this Jesus on what was going to cause us to go to the, the Siren Song Sea. Because you, you don't want to... Look, you know, I, 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 I hate to brag, but Ethos yeah. Jesus on, like, the whole story. Yeah. Ethos Jesus on pretty much the whole story. <laughs> Except you haven't seen the whole story yet, so neither have I. Well, the, the whole story that I've seen and that I know of. Yeah. Okay. Um, Siren Song Sea, first boss, not too impressive, but the second and third boss, mm. very simple in concept, but mm. fun. 
And I think that's mm-hmm. something we're or that's a thing we'll be saying about the ball, all the bosses, as we go through them. Um, and again, the music, the set piece, everything. So, what would you say is better, Dusk Vigil or Siren Song C? Siren Song, hands down, easy. Sixty-three Dungeon versus Samal. Now, I actually really like the original Samal. It's annoying in the Duty Finder, but the original Samal for me is it's. Eh, I don't know. I, I I like I still some all hard mode ended up being my favorite dungeon out of the original. Out of the two. So I kind mm-hmm. of appreciate the original Samal a little bit more just because how much I like <coughs> Samal hard mode. Fair enough. Fair enough. Compared that to Shisui of the Violet Tide. Shisui. Um, which we got to see at the media tour. So uh, so at this, you and I were a bit familiar with it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um again, I just everything about this dungeon to me is just more fun than small between the second boss the third boss is actually probably the least exciting boss of the entire set yeah that's just a cool and reskin really yeah right it has some fun mechanics yeah i won't i won't i won't deny that but Mm. the first and the 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 process from going from the trash to the first to the trash to the second boss more fun i don't know what Mm. it is like i think it's because small the first boss was reflasia and i'm like you know but like so, but literally, so much of a joke that the the boss doesn't even auto attack for like ninety percent of the fucking fight. Yeah. Um, the second boss, the third boss of Samal wins. I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Te- I, think, awesome. I think Tilman is is a clear winner here. Tilman's Te- one of the best like uh, dungeon bosses we've had. I think of all time. Mm-hmm. Sly. I was about to say, like, a lot of, there were a lot of Tiamat mechanics within Stormblood, if you noticed. Yes. When we get yeah, to one of the, the level, um, the level 65 dungeon, which is the next one, is uh, is very mm-hmm. somewhat akin to Tiamat. And the entire 65 dungeon has a lot of Tiamat's mechanics, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so if we had to pick one, Shisui the Violet Tide or Samal? Shisui. Yeah, Shisui. I, I, I did love Tiamat as a fight, but Shisui as a dungeon is just, it's so beautiful. Again, just like the level design is is just vastly superior. I'm also a bigger fan of the dungeon, uh, not traps, the dungeon uh, environmental hazards. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. The pufferfish feels a bit more in place. Yeah. The pufferfish in the beginning of Samal for me are very similar in terms of like feeling natural to the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, especially between the first and the second boss, and uh, the 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 Orbans hiding underwater before the first boss, mm-hmm. I, I just like those things. They're subtle. They're not like you don't feel like you have to pay too much attention to them, but they're there, kind of waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, sixty-five dungeon, which was one of my favorites for a few different reasons. My favorite, hands down. Um, this one we can give by name because there's no spoilers involved. Bardom's Metal. Um, yep. This is. For me, the, the most interesting, because it has a concept I would like to see exercised in other places. Well, you mean Hall of the Novice Part 2? Yes. Literally Hall of no. the Novice Part 2. So, first of all, this is the first dungeon where you start to realize that White Mage might not be trash. Because... I'm sorry, what? Oh, really? You didn't realize that a couple wait, of weeks no, 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 ago? No, no, we no. were saying how good it was going to be for Prague? Wait, wait, what? What? Happy, say that again, please. This is the first dungeon where you realize that White Mage might not be trash. Even if you we don't... Have that, even we have that you, last bit in writing, White Mage might not be trash with your signature. And, I didn't and say it was going to be trash. I said I needed to see the content. Your exact words. No, I said that... I, I, that writing, I still stand by I don't like Lilies or Confession. I still find them incredibly unattainable. Oh, neither do I, but White Mage is very strong at the moment. Very yeah. strong. 
Okay. So wait, wait, no, no, no. Just I just want to get this in well in writing, but in exact <laughs> words, please, please. So please, the main reason why no, no, I no. say this. So let me explain. If you're gonna ask for it in writing, I need the full. I need the fine print, right? So I need to give. Right, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read. So here's the big thing. This is where you start to see that they upped tank and raid damage considerably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's enough. It's damage to a point where you absolutely will be using cure one and cure two, which then gives the lily mechanic a bit more power. Obviously, plenary indulgence is is uh. Not till 70, so can't really talk. Mm-hmm. But it is a trend that will continue uh, as we go forward talking about the new dungeons and the new trials. That's you funny. do not fuck about in Bardem's Metal or you die very, very quickly. I've done the full pulls in this one. It's frightening. <laughs> it's frightening to a sense. At least for a four-man dungeon... It's way more frightening than anything in Evan's word. Okay? Yes. That being said, mm-hmm. it's also the bosses in Barnum's Metal. Sly? You gotta start from the beginning. You wanna start? You want, yeah, you wanna start from the beginning? I enjoyed the first boss. I was laughing more. I mean, I was interested in general, but I was laughing more about the environment and what was going on in terms of the environment itself. And when I first saw it, I mean, I saw everything around these around the arena in terms of the I mean, call them ads. They were just animals. Um, and then, you know, while fighting, I'm just looking off in the distance. And I see something coming off in the distance into the arena. I just I couldn't help but laugh. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Now, let's be perfectly clear why this is the first dungeon that hits that hard because Chad is bringing it up. It, is, mm-hmm. it does have to do with the way item, sc- item level scaling works going into Stormwind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The difference between 270 and 273 is huge. Is way bigger than we anticipated. It is huge. That, <laughs> why'd you have to do that? Ooh. Now, that being said, this is still something we need to pay attention to going into the 67, 69, and the 70 dungeons. And then, of course, Lakshmi and Susano. And something we'll have mm-hmm. to follow more closely when Omega mm-hmm. and Omega Savage come out. Because this is something they work towards even in, back in small hard mode where we started actually seeing things like tank busters that mattered, for example, yeah, even in true. four-man dungeons. Right. So they've been leaning more towards it. But we do have to keep in mind there is that factor about the item level itself uh, mm-hmm. and the way it scales. So... The first boss, okay, fun, didn't have any fucking clue what it meant the first time, didn't even realize that it was a distance, there was a distance-based mechanic there at first, even though I've seen that mechanic before, really? I still was just like, well, yeah, it was just in, well, because I was so close to the boss, I didn't right. see the type of arrow that was there, so I was just like, all right, oh. I'm going to stand <laughs> right here. <laughs> I'm out of it, I'm fine here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, <coughs> then you get to the second boss, and you're like, "Why is this not Hall of the Novice or anything else? Like this, this is what Hall of the Novice should be. Not, hey, just so you know, when there's more than one enemy, you have skills that damage more than one enemy at once. Remember to use them or dodge AOEs. <laughs> Sometimes enemies may spawn." And you need to stop them from spawning. There are interactable objects. 
No, this is literally like, all right, here's a shit ton of mechanics. You can't even fucking fight and just dodge the mechanics. Don't be shit. Isn't, isn't this better than Hall of the Novices actually? That's like, what I'm saying. That? Why is this not yeah. what Hall of the Novice was? Like, if you're yeah, going right, to teach people right, to right, dodge right. AoEs, teach them to dodge AoEs. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's been one of the, the huge complaints that we've made. Um, and one of like the rebuttals to the jump potion is like, well, actually leveling content doesn't teach you how to play your job at all. And this doesn't they, either. Let's be clear. You don't learn right. anything about playing your job. In no, this you don't story. learn anything about playing your job. But I mean, in terms of like mechanics and stuff like that, like there, there was previously like nothing really that taught you how to play the game before end game. Where do you think now they're starting to address that a little bit, I suppose? I mean, Absolutely. Is, is, okay, I guess what I'm asking is, is this dungeon going to be a, a, like a wall or a filter for people who use the jump potion where they're going to have to learn how to play the game before they can proceed? No. No. I mean, it's a, okay, it is not? a little bit. It's a why little not? bit, but not completely. Because, they, because they don't know what their buttons do, and, and then nothing's going to save them eventually. And this, does, this was the opposite of teaching you what your button. The only button you know at this point is that sprint exists. And that you should remember it doesn't cost TP anymore. Yeah. Right, but there's there's no there's no DPS checks. There's you like you'll still get through it if you can move. Yeah, and even if one of yeah. you can't move, the other three can. Right. So some of you can still carry people through quite easily. You literally as long as three of you can do it, then okay. it, it doesn't matter. The one person can fuck up. And even if you don't want to carry them, you just kind of do it because you're not going to fucking walk into AOEs to be yeah, like, all right, exactly. all right, I wanted to see you do it right this time. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's never, as long as one of you even can do it, you're good. I've never fucking failed it, so I don't even know what the fail can do. I think all four of you need to fail to lose the, to lose the fight. Right, right. And that's... I don't. I can't wait to see the first Reddit post where somebody shares a full failure on that fight. <laughs> I can't wait. To be, I still think it's fun. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see that concept applied elsewhere for reasons that we've stated as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the final boss was just good because there's shit ton of AOEs, there's shit, there's spread out mechanics, there's you know dashes across mm -hmm. the room. It's 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 just got a bunch of shit that's kind of happening back to back to back, and it's nice. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And that's just fine. Sly, at this point, only you and I can vote on the dungeon. So Bardem's Metal or the Airy. Please don't pick the Airy. The Airy was awful, Sly. Why the fuck would I pick the Airy? The Airy was just so like, hey, let's let's make a dungeon that's like ten miles long and put like three mobs in it the entire fucking way. All right, that's yeah. the Airy in a nutshell. Yeah. So yeah, of course, Arden's Metal. Okay. The next one gets tough. We can't say the name of the level sixty-seven dungeon, but we are comparing it to the Vault. Quite possibly, awesome. one of my favorite dungeons back from Heavensward. Some people said it felt, felt vault-like. I didn't get that in a sense. I got that because there's a lot of points where there's a shit ton of mobs. Very mm -hmm. like I remember, There's a lot of points in the vault where you're just mobbed by like a mm -hmm. ton of things. And also yeah. there's some mobs that behave similarly because they're reskins. Mm -hmm. That being said, the, the set piece and the bosses themselves... I don't think the the first boss was eh, but the the second and third boss 
were great, in my opinion. Yes. Um, especially the second boss, which I have seen nothing but hilarious moments from. Let's just say that's that's the best I can think to put it. You'll understand when you get there. Trust me. Yeah. I hope so. Um, it, in terms of its story involvement as well, the vault again. The vault was strong story wise. I mean, it has Cherbert. It has. Sickness must be purged. It's it's, it's true. Cold it's true. Ste- and literally, it got to the point with Cold Steel that we had combined memes where I you do a duty roulette and you get the vault and it's Cold Steel must be purged while you were waiting. <laughs> that happened. I got the vault in my leveling roulette, and I got Cold Steel must be purged. It was filthy wreck. You know, you just had so, it's so many memes, but. The implication of what the level 67 dungeon meant felt way more impactful. The vault was like, all right, we got to catch up to this dude. He's, I don't know. We got to ask him about some shit. You know, Amorix having some problems. You know, we got we to gotta go and get him back. Yeah. The, the implication of what the 67 dungeon meant was astronomically more important to the way that the story ends up panning out. Mm-hmm. I think you said that in general about the story as a whole. Uh, there's a lot more weight to the story than any anything that happened in Heaven's Word. Well, anything that happened in 3.0, I'd say it has more impact. Because even like like the high impact points of Heaven's Word, you know, killing Nidhogg in the area. Oh, no, never mind. Jokes, he's back. Um, uh, yeah, all, all, all the dungeons as well didn't have so much of an impact. I think definitely like the, the set pieces and like the big story pieces in 4.0 have more impact than those in 3.0 but you can't tell me that like you know final steps of faith for instance as a duty wasn't like oh my god this changes everything in comparison maybe not in comparison but um i don't know i think i think we might be being a little bit harsh on like on like the weight and impact of heaven's woods story okay well let's let's again let's let's touch back dusk vigil was optional so is she sweet of the violet tide. So mm-hmm. those two we can't really mm-hmm. judge. Mm-hmm. However, we then look at um, we look at Bardem's medal, and I think that's mm-hmm. the least impactful if we're gonna if we're yeah. gonna talk about all of them in terms of ones that are forced as part of the main scenario. And Cyrus see has no impact. It's literally it has very little impact. It's it's along the way. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's something that happens while we're. Going it's from it's to... uh what what do you call it? what do you call that in storytelling? Um, it's filler. <laughs> no, just... there's 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 some there's something else. There's another name for it that I'm uh that I that's not coming to mind. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, Samal felt like it's like well we gotta go to you know here so yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. The level yeah. fifty five dungeon was should have been epic and then he was just like uh. Really? Like the yeah. 55 dungeon and that's what ha- him now? Okay. All right, mm-hmm. sure. If you say mm-hmm. so, fuck it. Um and that's that was the problem where Heaven's Word kind of took a dive where it was like this whole point was this war and you just cut it off about halfway through the first set of main scenario quests. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um so it was almost that frustrated me about Heaven's Word as well like how quickly we resolved things. Yeah. It's frustrating. Um then you have uh, the vault versus again this one, and these ones are the, I think this is the closest where these mm-hmm. two have the most impact among mm-hmm. 
their 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 counterparts. And mm-hmm. it's, for me, I honestly can't pick a favorite between the two. To this day, I still love running the vault. But I also, mm-hmm. even after a full day of running the level 67 dungeon for this one, uh, I loved it the whole time. Every time I do it, it's just a good experience. I mm-hmm. like the vault as a dungeon. I just fucking hate running it. I love running <laughs> the vault. No. I love it. The only thing I don't like are the stupid chess pieces. I don't care for those things. That's about what? It. The fucking horses. They're chess pieces. Oh. Oh. Oh, they're all right. They're all right. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, so I don't know about you, Sly. I can't pick. I honestly, for this point, I actually can't pick because the vault is one of my favorites. It's close. But I'd still go with this this dungeon in um, 4.0. Then we have the 69 dungeon. Giggity. How you doing? Google library. I like. But again, if we want to talk about impact, Sly, I mean, at this. Come on. Dude, where are my books? The Google library was the Listen, I, I, I asked. I asked Koji for you, okay? He I was know. upset too. I know he was upset because, like, he wanted to deliver on that one, but it was the, the most upsetting and disappointing part of Heaven's one for me. The Google was also one of those places where it was just like, there's something in there. You know, go get it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the, six, the 69 one, mm-hmm. it's, it's a more interesting dungeon, first of all. All the bosses mm-hmm. are better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think mm-hmm. Google's bosses are very well done. Think about the Demon Tome. Think about the, the fucking... Uh, what's his name from Final Fantasy V? Uh, Biblos. Like, yeah, they were all right. They're all right, but like, the one in the, the level 69 one is, uh, is a vast improvement, I feel. In, do they have in there another retelling of the boy and the gay dragon? They do not. They do not. They, they do not. And I will say that both dungeons in terms of leveling are fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. and trust me, I'm well aware of it at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. So I won't really hit them on their their time taken or their or the uh, the rewards given, mm-hmm. uh, but I, mm-hmm. I I can't I can't be brought to to bring Google above anything else, other than the books. It's just like I can't I can't do it. It's just it, it didn't feel like I needed to go there. It just you had jazz. You to go to I the ball. Just, it just it had jazz. I like the yeah, jazz. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you you just felt like it um it did nothing did you well it did something for me a little bit lore wise but you just didn't feel it at all I couldn't feel it I couldn't read it I couldn't do anything I don't know I, I kind of felt like it was it was in line with I I like what happens immediately before and immediately after Google itself I don't know it did it did it did nothing for me I'll say that about hard mode though. Hard mode was even less, so. I feel like Gabor, and this is true, like, of a lot of Heaven's World dungeons, is that they don't feel like, um, they don't feel like climaxes. You know what I mean? It's like, from what I've experienced so far, like, each, each of the Stormblood dungeons, like, they're, they're hitting beats and they're hitting, like, the climax of a beat, whereas mm-hmm. the Heaven's World ones were more just, like, it could have, it, it's, like, no more or less impactful section of story than the section before or after it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, it's, it's because, like, a different way of delivering more story. 
rather than being these, like I say, these sort of peaks, these sort of climaxes, which they seem to be for Stormblood. But it wasn't like, to me, this wasn't the climax. And just like in Google, Google wasn't the climax either. It was- No, that's uh, what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. No, he's, like, he's, he's comparing them to 4.0. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. Um, I don't, well, 69, I feel like, to be fair, the level 69 dungeon didn't need to happen. It was something they put in there to kind of begin. Because that lead, was a bit of filler, you think? To be, to, it began to lead into things. But okay. when, when I think about the overall state of it, 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 it makes sense for it to be there. But, mm -hmm. they, but the, it, they put it there. It didn't, it didn't feel like a necessary step. It feel, it, that felt like filler. Whereas Google was more filler. Mm -hmm. This one was a better filler. I could have okay. lived without yeah. it. But I enjoyed it for what I enjoyed it for what it was far more than uh, than Google. Mm -hmm. um, so Sly, I still think this one's still pretty tough. Google or level sixty nine dungeon, which yeah, it's a toss I didn't say we wouldn't name, but I'm just not. It's not even clear. Like the name of it is not. It's Castro Mabania. Like that doesn't. There's nothing you that doesn't tell you anything. Well, we know where it is. Yeah, we know where it is. We know that there's an Imperial Castrum in Gearbania. Oh, surprise! Yeah, so. <laughs> Um, but this one, for me, I'm going to take Castrum Abanya. It matters more, just because it matters more. I'll agree, but I still think it's kind of a toss-up overall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we get to the 70 main scenario quest, and I could just walk away at this point because Arf fucking sucks compared to this one. Arf is a complete shithole compared to the level <laughs> 70 main scenario quest. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, no, 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 no. You no, don't. Un you no. don't understand. This isn't even just about the dungeon itself. This is about everything that was wrong. With oh, Arf. I know, I know, I know. But I just want to say, like, Arf is. I, I mean, other than the fact that we had to farm up for light like a million times in a row, and we were getting level sick down to what was it, one eighty for that? That was a nightmare. I reckon Arf was a was a really well designed dungeon. I'll pass this to you, Happy. We we've had times where we had the farm arf like farm the living shit out of it mm. which would you prefer to farm i'd rather farm level 70 main scenario quest mm. in a heartbeat so here's the thing with arf barf yeah barf, barf. <clears throat> the first boss is gaius the second boss is mini coil the I'm third sorry. boss is slightly less shitty la habrea and then the final final boss is Stop fucking making me go into these holes that nobody can ever fucking pick a hole. All right. <laughs> That's what she said. <clears throat> Whereas the level 70 main scenario quest, again, the set piece, the implications, the importance, everything about the dungeon, including the monsters you fight, including the mm -hmm. bosses you fight, everything stands as an improvement. Mm-hmm. And also, it's not fucking Alligan, which was, for me, the worst part of ARF. At that point, I was sick of Alligan shit. But you're just going on about how much you loved Azus Law as a zone. Come on. I love Azus Law as a zone. Mm -hmm. ARF I don't care about because it's the Aethor Chemical Research Facility. Great, there's fucking things in tubes. I like, I, like, other than that, it just nothing about it felt like a... Re the second boss is the closest thing to feeling like a research facility. Mm -hmm. And then the <laughs> whole implication of it Honestly, I like the solo instance in Arf better than Arf. Now, I will say for the 70, uh, the second boss kind of was a letdown. Uh, it felt... I mean, story-wise, I kind of understand it. But it, 
in terms of the grand scheme of things, in actual dungeon mechanics, it just felt a little lackluster to me. Like it, it was, it wasn't even really a boss. You, it really didn't take long. Just, just remember. Oh wait, no, no, never mind. I was gonna, I was gonna say something about the mechanics, then I realized I was thinking of the wrong boss. I don't know. I everything, everything about it for me was better. Now, let me be clear about this. There's some other things that are better about this level 70 main scenario quest that aren't just the set piece. This one's part of the fucking expert roulette. We have three expert dungeons again. That does make it better. It drops loot. And and a lot of it, all the dungeons drop loot. A huge thing. All the dungeons drop a metric fuck ton of loot. What's the eye level of the loot out of interest? Uh, The the same as the expert dungeons. 300. Okay. Because they're all part of the expert roulette. Okay. It even drops... Grade 5 and Grade 6 Materia from certain enemies. Ooh. Oh, dang. So, everything is better about this. Literally everything is better. Down to the music, to the set piece, to the rewards, to the fact that it gives us a three-dungeon expert again, to the fact that Mm -hmm. it's not the only slightly tedious part is the very beginning and even then it's still exciting because there's a shit ton of mobs mm-hmm. and especially when having played monk and samurai through it come on <laughs> i got aoe out the ass <laughs> um, uh, so for me it's not even a question it's like if i had to do one to ten just arf versus this it would be the scale of one being arf to ten being the level 70 Main scenario dungeon. Agreed. It's a nine day, basically. Yeah. Right. Now, there is one point I want to bring up. Okay. And we can't... Unfortunately, we have to be very sparse with this information, Sly. The final trial that follows it. Mm. I actually would prefer Thornton. What, Thornton's story mode? Fuck you, Mike. Really? Yes. You prefer Thornton story mode? I prefer Thornton. I had way more fun. I felt way more invested. No. No. When Fuck I got no. and keep in mind, I did the same thing for mm-hmm. Heaven's Word, where I got to the end having not watched the story because I skipped it for the launch. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, I went. <laughs> when I got to this one, I was like, really? Really? Now, could that be because you just didn't get it in context because you fucking skipped everything? No. Thornton for you was like, you love Knights of the Round. You like, no, oh I didn't, I didn't give a shit about Knights of the Round. That's never given me a Final Fantasy boner. You were, you had such a boner over it being Knights of the Round. I had a boner over it, over what it became to be. Because I didn't realize at first. I saw it and I was like, oh. And then you slowly realize as you're going. Mm-hmm. I just think the spectacle of Thornton isn't... Uh, reliant on the story context. Whereas maybe this final trial is a lot more so. Okay, so let's be clear. Everything about Stormblood is more story involved and more Mm -hmm. story reliant. That being said, Mm -hmm. this is something that I feel like as someone who, you know, has looked forward to these things, this should have been a wow factor for me. Mm -hmm. I think it was the better fight, to be fair. It was a wow factor for me. There was a slight bit of confusion when I first saw it and wondering 
wondering about the timing. Um, like this high feels like it. Yeah, I I kind of agree. Again, I'm not I'm not up to that personally, so I can I, I kind of agree. And like, I was saying beforehand things about timing that now I'm kind of like, uh, really, but. That said, it seems like they did sort of build to it really well. So, yeah. the fight itself, fight itself is way better. The, it's way better. I, I'm still not getting how you prefer fucking Thornton over this. I when I it's just when I oh, I remember my right. I remember my oh, first boy. emotion, my first emotion getting to each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And realistically, this was more surprising, mm-hmm. whereas Thornton. Was just Being more expected, so coming from Thornton was expected as fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, what Thornton eventually becomes, Night of the Round, is mm-hmm. was expected as fuck. Literally, the launch trailer, the first thing they say is Thornton and his Knights Twelve. You literally mm-hmm. can't miss it, right? You know what I mean. So, but so, I don't know. It's just something about Thornton was just. I was. I was just more excited when when I was there, and I didn't have the context in 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 either one. I don't know. I didn't know how we got to this point where Thornton mm-hmm. was there. I there was no no information. It's the same thing. Well, I'm, but I'm saying like the fact that he's such a big spectacle kind of mitigates that. Whereas I think you might have ruined this fight for you by disconnecting it from anything. Maybe I'll find out on Thursday because right. I and also I think there was a slight bit of disappointment for me with this one more mm-hmm. so because it was part of the main scenario whereas mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. I'll I agree. didn't want I didn't expect it but I also by the time it happened I didn't want it to be there mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be there I wanted it but not there just not right there yeah. right yeah. Yeah. Be happier, do you think you'll be happier when we get uh, 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 an extreme because yeah. there's no doubt that they're going to do the same thing. Ballot, I was going to say. Yeah, there's no doubt they're going to thwart in this where it gets an extreme in 4.1. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it just felt like even without, I mean, without thinking of, of an extreme, which is kind of the first thing I thought of when I was thinking about this fight, like this fight is going to be pretty fucking awesome as an extreme. Mm-hmm. This was the better fight. It was the better this, fight. This, hands it, down. It, it, Hands down, better fight, better experience than Thornton. You're going to wipe on this one more than you did Thornton. That's for fucking certain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can say for a fact that uh, last night, I mean, maybe I was just fucking tired, but good lord. Thornton was a real snooze, though. Like, the story mode Thornton was a real, like, oh, yeah. trap. So can, you, can, can we say that in general, um, dungeon-wise, they kind of amped up the... Yeah, everything but difficulty, maybe. No, um, again, we went back to the item level discussion, and it was mm-hmm. we, the same thing happened before in Heavensward, but it, this was mm-hmm. far more prolific in terms of the item level differences. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that because of the leveling experience, that did make it feel more difficult. I think that as the years go on and you keep, you know, you get scaled down, and even when you're mm-hmm. sitting in retrospect, down, it's not going to be any more difficult. I mean, they were saying that leading up to Stormblood, they were saying, oh, challenge and you. No, we clarified that. They said exactly they, the same thing. They, they, they only said exactly. the only reason, the only thing that might be harder is people figuring out the job changes. That was the main mm-hmm. thing that they said would be the difference between the dungeons. Yeah. 
Um, but um, they were they were in. I don't think, from what I've seen so far, they're no way more challenging than Heaven's Ward. I will say this: another thing with Thornton is the music got me. I was more into Thornton's music than I was into the oh, final trial. The Thornton's theme is to this day still one of my favorites. Like of all the themes. This one hands down. This one was right. good, but whenever I like the Thornton's theme just blows me out of the fucking water. I love this it. Blows, this one blows Thornton away. I'm sorry. Nah, I I, nah, man. Nah. It, it just felt I think Mike just wants more, to blow Thornton, to be honest. Yeah, I know, right? It just felt more epic. I didn't I didn't feel that. More epic. I didn't I didn't feel I that. Know, I, don't, I don't know if it was just the scale of everything, but it just felt more epic. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it, man. Fight, I'll give you that. I didn't feel the music and the other reasons that I stated. I for that until I I won't I won't say I like one better until I have the full the full context. Freaking update. Just made a loud noise. I won't I won't grade the, between the two till I have the full concept of both because I have a better concept of how, where Thornton stands versus where this trial mm -hmm. stands. Mhm. Mm Sly, if you want to go ahead, because I don't know, because did you watch the story on stream? I sure did. Okay, I'm just making sure because I, I didn't want to, you know, assume you did one or the other. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll let you grade, even though I think that, you know, you, yeah. Which one? Can I just say it. I need you to say it. We need. I need you to officially say it. This one. Stormblood. Okay. Stormblood. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. There's still two more dungeons. Talk mm -hmm. about the level seventy ones. Uh, I guess it doesn't. It's not really. You can see the dungeon entrances you, you in go, your. You can go ahead and say it. You can it's go ahead and say Temple it. of the Fist and Kugane Castle. I won't tell you who the last boss of Kugane Castle is, though. I'll let I'll let you because that's that was that was great. God damn it! That was great. That's why, that was great. Best boss. Okay, let's Out just say <laughs> never reap. <laughs> Okay, so keep in mind we're comparing this to Never Reap and Fractal Continuum. <laughs> Do we even have to? I like Fractal, but never I like Fractal too. No. I don't like I'm again, I was tired of Allegan shit at that point, but Fractal Ooh. I like Fractal better than Arf at the very least. Mm -hmm. I was tired of Fractal. I'm sorry. Um Well, I mean at this point, I'm tired of it. It's been two fucking years. Mm -hmm. Uh so anyway. Temple of the Fist. It's, it's my least favorite of the three experts, but really? it's no, it's no never reap. <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's a grand step above never reap. And I don't even hate never reap all that much. I still, to this day, don't actually hate never reap, but never reap sucks, dude. <laughs> but if I had to take a dungeon and compare it to never reap, it would be temple of the fist. But even then temple of the fist is like. Like a whole second a... Never Reap above Never Reap. Like you'd have to yeah. stack two Never Reaps to get the Temple <laughs> of the Fist. And Kugane Castle was... I Listen, give us experts like this, even in the odd-numbered patches where there's only one of them. Mm -hmm. No problem at all. Do you think it's a little bit rose-tinted glasses with the final boss? Because I'm, I'm kind of getting that. So, it is. It's only because it was done so well. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can say that. Are you, saying, are you saying the final boss is Hancock? Rose tinted glasses. Man. Yeah. Like that? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shut up. Mm. Anyway, 
Yeah, the final boss of, of Kugane Castle is done fantastically. <laughs> the way it even finishes was just perfect. Yes, yes. Yeah. Every, every, everything, everything about it is what you'd want, and everything mm-hmm. about it sets a tone for the... Fuck you, too. Sets a tone for the future. <laughs> what? Touching my glasses. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So let's let's wrap up the dungeon discussion. Let's just group mm-hmm. them both up. Never Reap and Fractal, even if you like them, versus Temple of the Fist and Kugane Castle. Not even a contest. I agree. It's it's a, you know what? I just realized there's no point in me not fucking spoiling the last boss. It was in the dungeon trailer. It's Jimmy. Jimmy. It's, yo, Jimbo. Jim- we already saw it yeah. in the dungeon preview. I mean, if you didn't see it, well, it was there, so fuck it. But it was in the dungeon, tra- and it's beautifully done. It's well done. They like it. It hits you in a nostalgia, like right then and there. But during the fight, once you see the mechanics, they. Guys, it's not. It it's not a fucking spoiler. All right. They got it spot on. It's yeah. Not a spoiler. Just, I, I still won't tell you how the fight goes because that's something you need to experience for the first time. Yeah, you need to experience for yourself how it goes, and that'll yeah. really hit you. It was like, here's the thing we knew Yojimbo was in the expansion, we saw him in the dungeon trailer. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. There's a lot of people didn't see the dungeon trailer, Mike. Too bad. It was public information. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's public domain on this one, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're claiming public so. domain on this one. I think uh, so. Yeah, I completely forgot it was in the dungeon trailer. Because Xenos is a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad Smarter. guy. Yeah, Smarter. yeah. In case you didn't know from the launch trailer, Xenos is a bad. No, he's Xenos is a good guy. He's just misunderstood. All right. We're, we're the we're the bad guy. I feel like that's spoiler. No, that's not because I don't know what I'm talking about, Sly. I haven't I watched any of it. Crap. I literally no. haven't watched any of the story, Sly. How could it be a spoiler? Well, once you see it, you'll, you'll understand. We all know the fucking. We all know it's Gaius was vindicated as shit too. Who the fuck cares? All the Garleans think they're better Excuse than everyone me? else. Who the fuck cares? Did you seriously just ask who the fuck cares about Gaius? Yes, he's. He's gonna be. He's gonna. I don't. Try when I watch it. it on Thursday, he better still be fucking dead. All right. That's all. <laughs> that's all I know. He better still be fucking dead by the time I watch the story on Thursday. You'd be. You'd be surprised how many times Gaius manages to slip into the story. I've literally watched nothing, and he better be fucking dead what? when I watch the story on Thursday. Okay. Hmm. Well, you got to use steps on people, also. I wish guys would step on people. <laughs> okay. All right. So. All right. So, big thing. We're done with all dungeons, done with the zones, all that. Story, we've kind of already covered the scope of the story when talking about the dungeons, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I want to very quickly talk about the primals. So, anything's better than Bismarck. I'll put oh, that yeah. out there. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Ravana, on the other hand, as a launch primal, was, was awesome. Pretty well done. Yeah, it was pretty great. These, it's it's. I don't know how to describe it properly. 
I can agree with you on one in that sentiment. Which one? Lakshmi. Lakshmi. So Lakshmi's fight is like the most difficult, not difficult fight I've ever done. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like, How do you mean that? Like just um, mechanic vomit? So there's a new mechanic that is in World of Warcraft. We have it now. It's called the duty action button. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know you used it, you use it in another main scenario mission, you can key mm-hmm. bind it. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend anyone go into okay. your hotbar settings and bind your duty action button. Because if they give us a key bind for it, you can be pretty damn well sure we're going to see it again. We've seen it twice as far as I remember so far. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Fair enough. But the way that Lakshmi works, you're pre- you pretty much either are completely fucking immune to some shit and like barely need to worry about it or you mm-hmm. instantly die. But regardless of which one happens, you can still win. <laughs> oh. I've literally, we must have rezzed like 18 times and still beat it. Holy shit. So it's very forgiving. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not because any slip is an instant death for that person. Yeah. Minus like one mechanic, I think. Like one one mechanic. But each slip, like you're only having to take responsibility for yourself, basically, right? Unless you go and stand next to the other people who are gonna get fucked. Right. So it's not it's not it's not a case of like if one person fucks anything up, it wipes the whole party. Unless they bring it to the rest of the party. <laughs> right. So so in that sense, I guess it is like fairly forgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I but it's in every way more mechanically challenging. Then, like Ravana and Bismarck, and even okay. Sus- even Susano, like okay. Now, are you comparing normals or EXs? E- of course, extremes. The normals who gives a shit. Honestly, Lakshmi normals <laughs> fucking hilarious before people know what the duty action button is. But once you know what it is, it's a joke. Like it's a joke. But when I first did it, I mean, we got through. But normally I'm able to take at least something away from that fight. I couldn't take away anything from that fight. It, it was interesting, but I couldn't even say interesting bad or interesting good. It was just – it's just a, a big question mark to me. Well, the hmm. big the big thing with that mechanic is, is Vril. Yeah. It's very confusing. Basically, she's got two forms. She's got normal, and if you Vril something in normal, it heals you. If you really, and then she's got chinchilla, which I call chinchilla, chihuahua, like whatever. I don't, I don't fucking know. Every time I forget the name of it, I just call it, I just call it chihuahua or, 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 you know, chimichanga or something, you know. And when she's in chimichanga, if you don't vril it, you you pretty much die to whatever mechanic it is. But it basically makes it so that when you vril, you just live the mechanic. So it's, you don't have to be good at anything. You just have to press the, the Vril button, and that's it. You win. <laughs> the win button. You win. It's literally a win button. I don't know how to describe it in, in <laughs> any better way. And I, it's weird because it's such, it's such a clusterfuck of a fight that is immediately undone by the very mechanic they give you to undo it. I don't know how to feel about that as like, a, as like an encounter. Mm-hmm. Item level scaling aside, the fact that you can get through it with even a shit ton of deaths, you know, just that mechanic, as interesting as it is, as new as it is, it's literally brand new. Like, they've never done this duty action button before. Right. 
I don't know how I feel about something being literally given to me. And it's like, just press that button when the time is right, and you'll live every time, man. Do you think this button will, you know, will they will, it will continue to be as influential? Obviously as influential because it's designed that way. But right. so much so to the point where it's literally, don't press it, die, press it, and guess what? You're fine. Well, we had something like that in A11S. It's, it's like, listen, that's a whole different story. That's press yeah, any but, button. <laughs> yeah, but it was still, like, inconsequential. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, um, it may as well have been automatic. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I can, under I can understand. This one, at least, you have a limited number of them. That one, you're just doing it once. And this mm -hmm. one's like, it's about keeping as many as you need in order to survive things without using too many of them. But even then, they never put you in scenarios where you're like, guess I'll use an extra. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very clear. Mm -hmm. I will have to use it on exactly these, this amount of mechanics. Well, that it's will probably because it, it is a new mechanic and it's something that they're planning on putting in future fights. That this is just like an introduction to it. And it's like, hey, you're going to be doing stuff like this in future fights, maybe. I don't know how many. I dude, I'd rather have. There's a specific type of quest that you do in certain parts of the main scenario. I'd want to see more of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, slide knows. I'm not saying what it is. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you probably know what I'm talking about, but I want to see that in Omega. <laughs> how would they even do? No. That? <laughs> no. That'd be great. Oh my god! How would that even work? I mean, it worked for the quests. Why not? They went through all that trouble to develop it. Why not? That's true. Like that, I was like, really, just for this? <laughs> okay. Um, and then for Susano, it's weird because mm -hmm. again, Susano is very mechanically like. There's a lot of things that go on, but once again, I one shot Susano Extreme. <laughs> we had one, I think, two actually two people who had beaten it, and they just yelled out. Run to oh, okay. They they didn't like they just barely explain like okay we'll explain right. like we explain like two things in the first phase and then we'll after we wipe we'll tell you the rest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we didn't wipe. <laughs> they just yelled mechanics as as we got to the last phase and we. So Susanna is basically just a, a, a hoop jump. It's a lot of jumping and a lot of dancing. Right. But a do you think dancing. this sets a precedent? Because these, while they were better than Zervin as fights, they almost felt Zervin esque in terms of their scale not sore there's no sore things like that there's none of that no. i've experienced so far as skipping mechanics and unless you can like alexander like a12 savagery skip the end of the fight by doing enough dps mm -hmm. there's that but there's no like straight up hey skip sore disband you know it's it's skip last mechanic or disband i guess mm. do you feel like that sets a, a, a precedent a president for the uh, not a president a precedent. A president. I you said it right the first time, and then I went back and undid it. I said the a president for for the future. No. 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 I think Susanna is the president we deserve. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um. President of Rebel. In, in comparison, uh, going back again to the, even though it wasn't a primal. Final trial. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm optimistic. Well, the final trial is meant to something that's still designed to be beaten as part of the main scenario. It's toned down. Of, but once we get EX, it's not. It's not as kind of cut and dry as Susano or Lakshmi is. 
There's going to be a lot. I of, think lot it's going to be pretty cut and dry. I think Super Savage is where I'm going to be looking for not cut or dry that patch. Like, I, I don't want to go into that fight and one-shot it, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> but at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Hmm. Just because hmm. of the way Susano went. Because even Lakshmi, we all, every single one of us went in blind. It took six pulls. So do you think do you think that these two are easier than Bishbuck and Ravana? So Okay. Let me put let me put it this way. I mm. beat Bismarck at item level 144 and Ravana at 150. Yeah. These ones I didn't by the time because the final dungeon gives you gear and you get Verity Tomestones and shit like that from it's mm. so then the costs are way down on tombstone stuff. Mm -hmm. The weapon is 500, and everything else is less than that. Right. Right. So you're so you're entering in a much better yeah. State. You're entering yeah. at a much and plus the plus the the item level you get from the job quest and whatnot. Um, right. I feel like they set you up to be at a higher item level for these, and mm -hmm. at that higher item level, I'd say they're somewhat equivalent to Ravana. If I did, if they, if I got into Ravana and I, the, my first a few attempts were like I won seventy, I won eighty, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'd probably have fucking annihilated it like I did these, you know? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that that was a huge part of it. Like Ravana felt quite difficult, but it's because we were so poorly geared, and as soon as you went in there, like you're saying, one seventy or one eighty, you just destroyed it. Yeah. These. Okay. It's very. I feel like if I had been thrown, and the, by the way, the minimum item level for these is three hundred. Where I don't know what Ravana's, I don't know what Ravana's is. It might be one seventy or one sixty or no. something like that. No, it's. I think it's even lower than one. I think it's like one fifty, one fifty five or something. Something oh, like literally. that. I don't it's know. Very low. But if I had done these at 280, 40 item levels under the weapon, I probably mm. would have got fucked in the ass really hard. <laughs> As forgiving uh, as it oh, was. Shit. Actually, 175. For Ravana? Yes, yeah, it's average item level 175 for Ravana Extreme. There, there you go. They, oh, they upped them, didn't they? They upped them both. I don't know. They did. Yeah, no, they did. They they upped yeah. them both um, in, in I think, 3.1 or maybe even before 3.1, precisely because people were going into them in, like, 150 and failing the DPS checks. I don't know. Either way, I, dude, 175 at that point for Ravana, like yeah, destroy it. <laughs> it's not even fair. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I kind of want to try these at like a like a like an entry. Like as soon as whatever gear you would like end and get to level 70 with without the job quest stuff, I kind of want to mm -hmm. do them at that item level and see what the experience mm -hmm. is like. Otherwise, mm -hmm. the the experience is hard to compare. I do like these bosses better. So you want to try doing them with like I two seventy five or something? Yeah, that'd be I, fun. I want to. I still want to go back and do Twintania at I fifty five. We only we the poll we were gonna win went back when I did try that. I disconnected, uh -huh. and so we didn't have enough. Uh -huh. We didn't have the DPS to kill the fucking dreadnought, the the, oh, the no. dread knights. Yeah. So although I reckon that would be a nightmare now, like. Trying to, Dragoon at 60 at the moment is a fucking nightmare. It is so... It's just like, oh... You haven't, you haven't done Death Sentence weird. at I-55. <laughs> it's weird. I, it's I weird. have. 
I no, no, not I fifty no, not I fifty five. I fifty five taking a death sentence is Yeah, no, it would have been yeah, I've done it like I seven eight. That's a bad That's experience. Scary. Yeah, no, I can imagine. Oh man. Um I don't know. I like these better than Bismarck and Ravana overall, but when talking about the fights, mm-hmm. just the way that we I got past them as quickly as I did was shocking. Mm-hmm. So does that make know. you regret it all, blowing through the story? <laughs> no, because the main reason I did was because I was streaming. Especially with everyone stuck at Cold Steel. I didn't want to stream. Yeah, you didn't want people to, yeah, you didn't want to spoil things. Like, especially with everything that was happening. Like, I had already planned on that before, but especially with everything mm-hmm. with Cold Steel. Like, all yeah, those people really sitting at the stream just, just over yeah. and over again for fucking two days. Yeah. 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 Like I had a lot of people that were much happier watching me level samurai than doing the story stuff. Um, but I was like, well, that's, that's your problem. So I don't regret it, but I absolutely for weeks determined, I was like, play it, play it, not watch it, watch it, not watch it. <sighs> okay. Not watch it. Got so it. you're just, you're just gearing up alts between now and Omega. Uh, well, if I do it right, I could have, all 15 jobs to 70 in like two weeks. I don't want to do that. But... No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that one. I mean, yeah. I figured it out. It takes 12 hours per day. Less, I'm sorry, if, in terms of active dungeon time, probably about nine and a half hours mm-hmm. with like anywhere from 12 to 20 minute runs. You could do... that's, that's a lot faster than it was to get from 50 to 60 at the start of Heaven's Ward. Oh, like, oh yeah, it is. Faster. Oh, yeah, it is. We do have a few additional things here. Like, we do have, I think we didn't have grade three uh, free company. I think we even have free company buffs at Heaven's Ward launch. We didn't have them at yeah. all, did we? Yeah, we, we did. Did, yeah. did we? Oh, yeah, we had those. We didn't have the ethereal wheel. Yeah, so we didn't have grade three. Yeah, we, we didn't have the grade three ones. Yeah, so that's, another, that's another 5%. Plus, yeah. I think they just scaled these dungeons better. Oh yeah, much better. Much, or whatever, much, much. or whatever it is. Um, yeah, no, it's super fast, dude. It's like six to eight hours for fifty to sixty in Pals of the Dead. That's crazy. And this is what we're gonna talk about next: is leveling. Whoa! Because there's one piece of content that has jumped out ahead of almost everything in terms of leveling now. Oh, PVP. Mm-hmm. That's PvP. true. How do we yeah. how do we feel about that? Because we were suspecting that, I mean, some people were even doubting whether it was going to offer experience at all, given you know that we can unlock it at level thirty. I was pretty sure it would, but I didn't think. I thought that like it well, when we got the patch be, notes, we knew for certain. Yeah, right. Yeah. But but I thought like at most we might be getting, you know, the equivalent of a of a dungeon run. Yeah, yeah. So I had so I, you you had a reaction when I brought it up. It's ridiculous. I tried to actually try to get in and cash on cash in on this. Um, funny thing is, like, I wanted to test out the uh, PvP changes, and I did a little bit in the Wolves Den, but mm-hmm. in response to this alone, the experience you get from PvP alone, I think we are going to get the same thing we got when um, season one of the feast was implemented, and people who are there for the free chicken. I said this word for word. I said when I heard how good it was, I was like, "Oh God!" I actually said I will not level with it now because I'm a. Fr- I don't want to go. I know there's going to be enough free chicken people mm-hmm. in there, and I was Gosh. like, "I don't, I don't." I like having the option, but that's always mm-hmm. like 
more so in Final Fantasy fourteen than other MMOs, there's so many people that do things for free chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know it what it is. It should be the path of least resistance. And that's what it is at the moment, isn't it? Right. And that's and it frustrating. Takes, and it takes away from the implementation and all the new implementations of PvP and it being more competitive now with mm-hmm. these implementations. It, it definitely takes away from it, I think. Well, that'll sort of level out in, a, in I don't know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, or like a for, month. For, for people who are actually leveling other jobs, nah, I don't think it'll ever... I think I'm going to have to PvP 60 to 61 on almost every job because 60 to 61 is very similar to 50 to 51 in Heaven's Word. It's the worst mm-hmm. part of the entire leveling mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. You either Palace of the Dead, which you're fucking sick of by the time you get to 60. You do Fates, which are always hit or miss because you don't know if enough people are going to be doing them. Mm-hmm. And or you, There's no battle leaves for 60 to 61. The challenge log, maybe. You've got roulettes, which don't really scale. The Only the leveling roulette really scales well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not a lot of great options 60 to 61 so mm-hmm. I don't know maybe there's a level 60 dungeon that's really good that I don't know about yet maybe yeah maybe hmm. uh, I haven't maybe. I haven't tried so I don't know <laughs> you could do Google maybe Google I mean you, we did I mean think of it this way people did Ormvale from 50 to 51 because the way we do our dungeons now is we do 61, 62 and then 63 we switch so Google mm-hmm. could potentially be the same thing 59, 60, 61 mm-hmm uh, that's true. That's or, true. Or maybe one of the hard mode dungeons because they're level sixty. If you can do them fast enough, you'll speed through them with no item level restriction. You know, that's that's the one thing. Please don't make me do it, Arf. Someone just recommended Arf in the chat. Please don't recommend. <laughs> I just recommended Arf. Shut up. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So what what what's going to happen, right? Is that um. This is going to be the least res- the path of least resistance for leveling up, um, mm-hmm. basically until we get to four point one and they start putting uh, experience into Blitzball. <laughs> and then you can just Blitzball from sixty to sixty one, and that'll be great. Yeah, really good art. Yeah, I agree. Uh, F, F in chat for Mr. Happy. Everyone, riff, riff in peace. Okay, so do you think that PvP giving experience, part of it was because it's rollless like Palace of the Dead, and mm-hmm. they knew that our DPS queues were going to be ass? Because guess what? Big fucking surprise, they are. <laughs> I think it was to draw more people in to see the changes to PvP. You don't think it's part of their grandmaster plan to to have a more rollless content people can level in? Because we'll let's be it. honest, it definitely drew people into PvP for the free mm-hmm. chicken. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it drew people in for the wrong reason. I mean, while they're there, they can see the changes. Are they going to stick around, though? They'll stick around for the free chicken. But do we want them to stick around only for the free chicken and not for actual good PvP matches? No. That's the problem. That's why it should not be the most efficient way to level. It should be a good way to level. It should be, like, getting experience from it is great, but, oh, man. I I think... Oh, go ahead. I, I think that it will start to rectify itself after, like, a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months where you know there'll be like less density of people trying to get through there just for the free chicken 
Um, mm. So it won't be so bad in the long run. But like, that's obviously what they're trying to do. They're trying to encourage people to try it, hoping that, you know, oh yeah, I'll try new PVP because it's a great way to level. And then they go, oh shit, this is actually really fun. And they start like doing it seriously. Mm. Um, I feel like that's probably what they were going for, but no one's going to try hard enough to get to that point. So 3.0, free chicken was tones. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just the like it was the easy way to get tones. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think they should just remove rewards like this? Hands no. down. No, I I I think having being able to level via PvP is good. It should just not be better than pretty much any other way to level. I think that's ridiculous. It should give you a little bit. Yeah, because my concern is still the same that people do 10 levels with their nine actions and then they get to 70 Mm. and they're like, (laughs) what do I do? All right. Well, and especially because all the people are going to, I mean, we can't help but recommend it when people ask for good level methods of leveling. We're going to say PVP because it is a good Mm. method of leveling. And mm-hmm. then newer players, whether they be people who potioned, especially people who potioned and already don't know what they're doing necessarily, right. and then they go into PvP and then they get to seventy, and now they've even foregone the ten level of the ten levels of learning their job for PVE. Right, right, and they're probably going to expect level seventy to be like the same combat as PvP. A lot of them, it's not. like, why are we going to these actions? What is this crap? Yeah, uh, it's just the job, like job mechanics in general. Yeah, I do. I do hope they nerf the PvP experience a little bit. Yeah, I'm. I am. I am just afraid of players being recommended to go there, and it giving us the Palace of the Dead effect, which, you know, mm-hmm. but at least Palace of the Dead is your PVE skills as much yeah, as I think it's, it'll be way more severe. Than but the it's, yeah. but it's it's mindless DPS. Like you can get away with murder in Palace of the Dead. PvP, you actually have to fucking at least know something. So I'll say like. It's not something that's like applicable to to PvE and game in any way. I'll tell you this. I I have a different mentality than a lot of people when it comes to leveling. I like to learn as I level. Mm -hmm. I don't like to learn at at max level only as much as I know that's where the majority of the learning is going to go. Samurai Mm -hmm. did 60 to 70 today. Every two levels from 60 to 70, I had to go holy shit and fucking remap everything in my brain. Mm -hmm. Because the job changed a metric fuck ton at 62. It changed mm-hmm. another. It changed another metric fuck ton at sixty eight, mm-hmm. and then it changed another metric. And then, and then actually, no, sixty two, sixty eight are the two big changes where I went. What the? Mm-hmm. But, you, but you know but that, that's, that that scene from process, right? That mental process prepares you for learning at a level seventy and makes you like more well equipped because by that point, like in having to reassess those actions a couple of times, you have like a really really solid understanding of what the different actions do. So then when it all comes together at level seven, you're really, really well equipped, equipped to think about uh, optimizing your rotation and stuff like that. Whereas if you were just throwing in there in the deep end, you just go, what the fuck is all this? Yeah. And ultimately, it does come down to if they want to learn, they will. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. But I think at least being exposed to the same PvE skills throughout your leveling process is somewhat of a boon versus... Yeah. what ultimately feels like two completely different concepts in terms of play style even just the way you don't even auto attack in pvp anymore oh really yeah oh you don't. that's right you don't auto attack there's no auto attacks in pvp anymore that's strange you can't block you can't parry there's no auto attacks Mm -hmm. there's no crits there's no direct hits 
It's literally the damage of your abilities, which is a one-to-one -one ratio with potency yeah. to damage or potency to healing, plus any yeah. effects that may reduce or increase by a percentage or have an additional... It's one-to-one potency to health as well. Like, you know, exactly... Like, there's no sort of mitigation or anything. No, there's nothing. Which is why paladins yeah. are not having a great time in PvP and why bards mm. are shitting on people in <laughs> PvP. If you want to, yeah. if you want to PvP guys, just go on Bard yeah. and hit a Paladin and laugh because so they need to give Bards like less health and Paladins more health. I don't know what they need to do, but Bard, Bard needs, <laughs> Bard's is ridiculous. It's, it's really, really funny when you see a Bard absolutely just one by one dismantle an entire team. No, they don't dismantle. That's a machinist action. Exactly. Yeah. I set that up. I actually was hoping he was going to do So I actually was hoping you would do it. But well, I no, this. no, no. I never get involved in your shenanigans. Fuck that. Dude, no. I'm on the fucking ball today. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Mm. Um, speaking of which, the PvP changes. What, I mean, mm -hmm. in general, what do, we, what do we think? I haven't gotten to do it yet. I've only spectated no, some matches. Um, I, I, like I said, I'm avoiding it because of the free, the, the free chicken. Mm -hmm. Me too. I tried the queue, didn't get in. Queue was, queue was terrible, but I went to the wolves den just to kind of practice the changes a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I can only speak for goon. Like it's definitely, it's mechanically speaking in terms of the job. It's definitely different. Um, your expectations coming from PVE and then you get there and then everything about the mechanic for you know um wheeling and thing claw like it mm -hmm. it just kind of fucks with your um fucks with the mentality of what you have for the pv version so um i mean having to reset the heart like first of all going into the wolves then ha having a pvp hot bar alone feels great yes that is the best thing like just instantly teleporting oh everything's gone you only have one hot bar you only need one hot bar no man you need um, the other hot bar for the quick chat that's oh yeah true, that's right i need to remake my fucking hot bar no happy why are you telling me this shit would you rather have to put your controller down and talk sly just think about it for a second oh my god no oh no, no. wow i sl you're 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 going full at this keen flurry right now, Sly. <laughs> Speaking of which, side note, I miss um Keen Flurry. Hell no. Ring of Thorns. Power Surge, Phlebotomize. Fuck that. Speaking of which <laughs> Yeah. How are you doing on TP, by the way? It's infinite. It's infinite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. TP's actually infinite now, unless you're yeah. AOEing or you die. Like, that's the next thing they're going to remove. Might as well, dude. I literally, as a monk, cannot run out of TP. It's impossible. It, like, I actually did, did this off stream. Mm -hmm. Just hit a fucking dummy. And this was before I even got 70 uh, mm -hmm. abilities. Hit a dummy. Took me 10 minutes to get down to 100 TP. <laughs> yeah. Like in, in Vigor, what? <laughs> like, why even take Invigorate? 
Yeah, no need that shit. For when you die, that's pretty. Oh, or you need to AOE in a fight. Mercy Stroke is what it was. I miss Mer Mercy Stroke. Oh, yeah, Mercy I miss Mercy Stroke as well. Like, I keep going to hit Mercy Stroke. I keep going to hit, like, Leg Sweep for, for mm. deep. It, I got to say, like, at level 60, I know that it feels a lot better at 70, but level 60, you're weaving, like, so little in Dragoon that it feels really, really slow. Does not feel good. I do not like the feeling of Dragoon at 60 anymore. And going back and doing level 60 content, I'm going to be like, oh. I did ARF today. I did ARF today with everything that I have. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, and the and the change to gear Shkogel as well just makes it so fucking boring at sixty. I love Dragoon at seventy. Don't get me wrong; like I love the Dragoon changes. Everything mm -hmm. I've seen from a level of seventy, like I'm absolutely in love with. But how it plays at sixty now is so fucking boring. It gets interesting at seventy. It like, certainly does. Just trying to work out everything in my head mm -hmm. at seventy. The is sorry. interesting. It, uh, mm -hmm. it very much reminds me of Machinist, Dark Knight, and Astro. Mm -hmm. At 50, they feel super incomplete. Right, and then because by, they are. Yeah. And that's how we have to look at it now. It's like, well, it's kind of like when you go into Orm Vale and you're level 49 and you're like, oh, I don't have all my things yet. And, uh, that's kind of how it feels like being at level 60 now. At least for Paladin, they're like, I can AoE at fucking 46. That's true. That's, true. that's a good point. <laughs> now, as I will agree with you, mm -hmm. 60... 60 felt weird. Mm -hmm. 64 felt a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once you've got your full five-part combo. Mm -hmm. Still not weaving. Nothing, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and then, like, your next, pretty, pretty much your next breaking point is 70. But, even, mm -hmm. like, even still, like, 60 to 64, nothing. 64 on kind of felt familiar. I mean, mm -hmm. not having phlebotomized, not having... Uh, stuff to weed in didn't really take away from anything. I it felt like a normal sixty goon mm -hmm. until I got seventy, and then shit detected. Well, sixty goon was all about the weaving for me. Like that was yeah. what was so satisfying about it. Um, mm -hmm. but, but seventy again, you've got so much other shit to track, um, mm -hmm. and you obviously like weaving a lot of mirage dives and. Stuff Listen, like if that. you want to have a lot of fun managing off global cooldowns, you will play samurai, and then you will. Oh, Ru yeah, it's you will rue the die the day the die you will rue the day that you wish you had more off global cooldowns <laughs> because samurai it's <laughs> it's like what, what do i use like with samurai it's like there's so many choices for like each time you want to weave something you're like oh shit what do i uh so the yeah i'm gonna have a lot of fun with samurai anyway we should we should do a melee show in like every know. show is a fucking melee show <laughs> You kidding me? You know, you know what I mean. That I mean, was very uh, mating, Sam. This is yeah. melee. Yeah, do do the melee show. Yeah. Uh, speaking of jobs that I love watching, so I was thinking yeah. about it when we were talking about PvP and PvE. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. Bahamut cracks me up <laughs> because Why? he actually does. I've actually not seen mechanics because he's standing fucking behind me at this point. Mm -hmm. So that actually has happened. So I'm like, get the fuck out of the way Bahamut but what's funnier is in PvP when a summoner switching targets and he mm. moves in between he's like <laughs> just drifting around <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it looks so fucking funny so he doesn't just rotate like he actually moves yeah <laughs> it 
<laughs> and as soon as the summer starts running away, then he turns away from them, and then you turn back for the ruin too, and then he turns back towards you. <laughs> this is going to sound so stupid because I had one in my FC house, but the first time I actually saw it from a summoner, like I looks forgot. Like statue, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like the fucking statue. I was like, yeah. "What's the fucking? Bo- oh shit! The same model? Not- yeah. <laughs> What's this statue doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> That's my exact thought. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is the statue? Oh shit! Summoner's got that. I love it. It's it's so fun. Just go in, next time you go into PvP, just look for some like if you see like look in your alliance list. If you see a summoner, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. focus target them and just look for them. Just follow them. Just follow them. And you'll <laughs> and you'll see exactly what I mean. Oh, snap. Oh, that's good. So the for, in terms of launch without going into spoilers, that covers a vast majority of the things we can talk about. Dungeons, the primals, mm-hmm. jobs, PvP. Um, the rewards for the dungeons, the fact that our expert roulette is three dungeons again. Mm-hmm. Thank God so much. Um, gearing up's way less demanding of a process. and So now we have mm-hmm. to look towards the next four weeks. Two weeks from now, we receive Omega Delta Normal. The first tier. Of, yeah, the first tier of Omega. And... Uh, I expect that to be the creator normal all mm-hmm. over again. I don't know about you guys. Mm-hmm. But then we look to Savage four weeks from today. And we, I guess we also look towards the new Aquapolis. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to bring that up, by the way, speaking of treasure maps. I, I want to bring that up on the show because I brought it up in pre-show about the map thing that we, that we talked about in pre-show with Ixion. With Ixion? Yeah. Because that's just... great. Yeah, uh... we'll, ta- let's, we'll talk about that after we cover this, though. All right. Okay. So where, where do your expectations lie for... Omega Savage in terms of uh, difficulty, in terms of, uh, in terms of, I guess, Omega's story as well. Based, I, I don't, again, I haven't seen this story, so I don't know the setup. I'm going to assume there's something like Alexander, like towards the end, where it's just like, hey, don't forget, this is happening soon. I, well, but, the thing is, they've, they set up the story. And they set it up like, already on top of that, yeah. They, they started setting up the story for Omega in 2.3. Yeah. Right? So it's it's comparable. I mean, a, apart from the CG cutscene, it's comparable to the setup for uh, for Binding Coil. Um, so I reckon it's already like way ahead there in terms of like story potential. Um, it looks like Stinian might be playing a bit of a role, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm very, very excited for the story. I'm very, very excited for um, uh, the aesthetic and the level design because we know it's going to be much more varied than it was in Alexander. Um, mm. And that, you know, the sky's the limit, basically, in terms of what they can do uh, visually. In terms of difficulty, I mean, all the interviews that Yoshida's had recently said he was really, really happy with the difficulty of the creator Savage. Yeah. And that is going to be their sort of uh, uh, the, the, the point that they kind of aim at for Savage content. So, so I'm expecting it to be a similar difficulty to create a Savage. Which is good, which is good. Like it's not, it's not crazy, crazy difficult. I think Creator Savage had a much higher uh, clear rate than uh, any of the other raid tiers. Yeah, you, you don't say. Yeah, like way, way higher um, for a whole bunch of reasons. So it's more, it's more approachable. Um, 
I think that most of the hardcore community was still like quite happy with it. Um, and they're also going to be getting, you know, this super savage or ultra savage or whatever the fuck it is um, to, to compensate. Do you think there will be an actual, you know, different difficulty curve, difficulty progression with they this? They fucking better be because they promised one. <laughs> yeah. They said that so. the first Omega should be the easiest, the second one should be mm -hmm. a little bit harder, and then the third one mm -hmm. should be yeah. the climax. I agree it'll be easy. Um, there will be slight difficulty because of mm, we have a month. Mm -hmm. But even still, I think it'll suffer the same, a little bit of the same fate that Gordius did in the fact of um, people, you know, mastering their jobs. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and But the thing is, Gordius was like really, really well geared towards, um, uh, I guess, enabling people or, or giving people the tools to sort of master their job. I mean, look at look at. It Alps, like, I don't know Alps. that it. I don't know that it gave the tools. It gave them all, right. all. but it god, but goddamn demand that you find them. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I mean. Like like Faust was a striking dummy. Faust was like, hey, do you know your job? Uh, do you know your job well enough to to get in here? Uh, if not, then come back when you do. Um, and I think it was really effective. And I think that right here in general was really really effective uh for doing that um i know i know that it's controversial but a3s is still my favorite fight in all of heaven's world i think that's that, that shit i love it too I but think, there's something else i'm thinking of when you say that i think it was phenomenal and i don't want there to be something like a3s in delta um but i do hope that there is a, a clear difficulty curve like through the fights and then through mm -hmm. the tiers subsequently so do you think it'll do you think um savage will have the same effect of gordius at kind of weeding out things i hope so but but less less severe okay like i want it to be more approachable than gordius but i also want it to do like a similar thing in that it does you know force you to sort of pick up your game a little bit okay Okay, so you brought up A3 mm -hmm. Savage. I would like to ask mm -hmm. you at this, are you aware of the S-rank hunt in the locks? Oh, is it another Pepsi Man? So, not only is it another Pepsi Man, do you know what his name is? Is it Pepsi Man? Salt and Light. <laughs> <laughs> it's Salt is in the name. Yeah. God damn it, Koji. <laughs> now... Like literally, he's the embodiment of the all the emotions. The salt is from what mm -hmm. he caused, and the light was for the people who beat him. <laughs> it was. It's a is it the same model? Yes. Guys, outstanding. With, with the it, with the same ass. Does it do similar mechanics? Yes. So he tries Not all the same way. Let's just say if you're not a tank and he cleaves you at our item level, you're gonna die. <laughs> Yes. All the S ranks, honestly, murder. Yes. Like even at, like I was like, oh, I'm like the item level. This isn't gonna hurt. Oh, oh, yeah. The S ranks oh. hurt, man. I mean, the B ranks at, at two ninety are, are kind of challenging to solo. Uh, the A ranks. Good lord. Yeah, no, the A, ranks A ranks are, are gonna of... fuck you in the ass. I ran into yeah. an A rank as a samurai, and I got hit for six thousand. I was like, all right, I shouldn't have done that. And then he, and then he cleaved me for twenty five thousand. I was like. All right, shouldn't have done that. 
It's like that. And I yeah. killed that same A rank at level 62 with like everyone waiting to get into cold steel. I ran into a similar issue in, in the peaks where I I think it was there was an A rank right at the, the next main story quest. Then I saw him later. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, he's only maybe roughly around a few levels above me. Let me just poke him a little. And then like I just nuffed the fuck out. Like it took uh, like five hits. They also I... have a a wider they also leash a lot farther. Mm -hmm. So you better get out real fast because they they you don't have more than like six seconds if you're not a tank to get out of there. Dang, dude. Yeah. Um, on top of that, so we brought up that there's going to be a new Aquapolis in four weeks. I, I don't remember the name. It's not just called the Aquapolis. It's got like a pretty long name. It's like the ruins of something something. I don't know. Well, I don't think it's going to be. Um, oh, hang on. I just disconnected my. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think it's going to be Belladine stuff again. Is it? I, there's nothing to tell us what it will or what it won't be. I mean, you could well, probably you could probably look at the naming convention and figure it out. I can't. What, what's do you, do we have the name in the, front of the, us? The lost can, can the lost canals of uh, of something of 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 Uzner. Of Uzner. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm expecting that to maybe be in Thavner. I mean, Unzer Thavner. Yeah, yeah, in Radzalhan or something. He did say that. We weren't gonna. He yeah, he did yeah. say we weren't gonna not write or not like something, but that there's gonna yeah, be something. Yeah, my my money is definitely on it being Thavnarian. All right, but uh, how do you access? How do you access the Aquapolis at this? Through a portal. Through maps, you fucking muppet. Through a magic portal. Through the maps that spawn the portal, you muppet. Yeah. 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 So there's a really interesting item that comes from our level 70 gazelle skin maps. All right, here we go. It's called a Stygian Ash. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw one, apparently one sold for 10 mil not too long ago. Please do not buy Stygian Ashes unless they end up having another use. I beg you. Sold for 10 mil? Yeah. Well, just so someone could go and do the fucking fade. Okay. So the way that the Stygian Ash works, there's, there's a new super fate called Ix it's Ixion from Final Fantasy X. And he is invincible. Like, literally people have just timed out the fate because they didn't, mm -hmm. they, there's nothing they could do. He's invincible. Mm -hmm. Apparently, <clears throat> the only way to damage Ixion is to use a Stygian Ash on him. From these, from these, yeah, just one person. They use. Uh, there are people who have killed them now. Directly, that just removes the invulnerability, right? Yes. Okay. How do we feel about the super fate being locked behind an item that comes from gazelle skin maps? Hits you in nostalgia. It hits you in the nostalgia. Yeah, I think it's a fucked up mechanic. I think it's really cool. I really like it. it, it it's a fucked up mechanic. I'd like to point um, out that in Final Fantasy XI, Dark Ixion was a boss, and mm -hmm. you could not fight him unless you threw a Stygian Ash at him. <laughs> so it, I, a lot of times we like to say stuff is borrowed from Eleven. I don't think there's ever it's ever been more true than just now. <laughs> the difference there is that if you don't throw it at him, he runs away in Eleven, right? Yeah, he just runs. Here Whereas he's in invincible. One, if you don't throw it at him, he just fucks you up. <laughs> Um, I don't know if that's true. Someone says that you can get it from fates by from the lightning strikes. I don't know. The oh, fact really? that it drops from gazelle skin maps. 
I don't know. It's, it's weird to me that it would drop from gazelle skins and then also be obtainable mid-fate. I also find it hard to believe that so many servers would not figure that out at some point in the middle of the fate. Mm -hmm. Like, no one looks in their inventory and goes, what's this? And even then, I guess even then, you might think, like, why would they give me this? Yeah, that's true. And then someone who played Final Fantasy XI is just like, I have an idea. <laughs> or maybe they just read the flavor text of the item. I think, yeah. The lightning strike sounds more like a troll. It's like, yo, you can get one if you stand on the lightning strikes. But it only happens sometimes. So just keep resting. <laughs> yeah, everyone here, go do that. Although we thought that throwing yourself off cliffs to, to spawn S-Ranks was people trolling as well. Yeah, and that was ended up being true. So And just and also, don't forget, straight up dying yeah. is another one. Yes. <laughs> Summoning minions, flying around with a behemoth air. Yep. Yeah, these are real, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know, compared to the, the Fox Fate, which is the other one, the other super fate, which literally is a joke and is kind of annoying to track and see if it spawns. Um, what do you mean it's literally a joke? It dies in like... You know how Odin, with every, with everyone in the server there, he kind of lives for a while? Yeah. This yeah. Does not live for a while. This one falls over in about a minute. So if That's ever... like, So, I mean, when less people go there, it'll be harder, obviously. But, I mean... Mm -hmm. Nothing. So it's not the number of people that are there, like Odin does. Yeah, and it's also just really annoying to spawn, and then you have to track it in three hmm. different instances because of the way oh, the gross. thing works right now. Because you're trying to get it at least once. What do you get yeah. out of it? Uh, there's like a bunch of glamour, like fox ears and and a table. Oh, that's where the fox ears are coming from. Yeah, and like a tabletop okay. item and things like mm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty obnoxious. Very basically. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I like the idea of Ixion, but as time winds on, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. Well, people are just going to do it like if they happen to have a Stiggy and an Ash. They're like, oh, well, yeah. All right, anybody got, got a Stiggy and Ash? Anybody? <laughs> no? I'm going to leave no, now. All right. Okay, yeah. next time. Yeah. Um, so the removal of that requirement in four point, let's say two. Four point, 5.0. That's when they'll get in rid of that requirement. 4.01. Uh, yeah. And then eventually people are going to run maps like fucking crazy also. So people might just buy one off the boards if they see Yeah, they should end up being pretty cheap. Uh, does Ixion actually drop them out? I remember people saying it does. Like, does it drop Ixion as a mount? I don't. I don't actually know what Ixion's fate gives you. Like, I know it gives you two I'm of the tokens, but do you it. like? Do you need ten tokens to get a mount? I don't. I don't know. I don't if you know. can't get an Ixion mount within the next couple of patches, yeah. Then... So it does. You can get the mount. Oh, you can. It drops the tokens. You need like twelve tokens. To make it clear. It is. It is an Ixion mount, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two horns, you need 12. So good. They're trying to keep that shit in demand. <laughs> trying to keep that fate in demand. Just make them do it six times. I'll, I'll do the shit out of that fate for, for that amount. Holy crap. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I might, I might, I might consider. I Before might, it doesn't fly. Especially while there's three instances that it can spawn in. Yeah. Get to it. Because you're going to want that. Yeah. Um, okay. So is there any other major point we need to hit in the... Not spoiler episode. 
Uh, I don't think so. No one's touched gathering or crafting, I'm assuming. I mean, other than maps and the people who got ahead because of the whole cold steel thing. I mean, it's not that it's changed much. You have the underwater no, gathering. Just, there's just a bunch of new yeah, items. I mean, other than like the spear fishing. And that's what I was about to ask. Because we, we really didn't talk about uh, swimming in general. and mm -hmm. you know, Because it's swimming, it, Sly. It's... <laughs> what do you want to say so, about okay, swimming? You know, wanna know, okay, so let, you want to hear about swimming, Sly? Okay. Okay, mm -hmm. so... You can mount underwater, you can mount in the air, and when you fly from the air into the water, you stay mounted. But if you're on the fucking surface, and then you dive, you have to remount again. And it aggravates me to no end that you have this easy transition when you're on the mount between the two. Mm -hmm. But before you have flying, they, they couldn't just give me like a boat or something like while I'm up top. Like, I don't know, it's just that transition bothers me. From like, oh, you, don't, you don't like the fact that you can't like swim on the surface of the water with your mouth. Is that it? Yeah. It doesn't bother me. It bothers. No. It bothers the hell out of me. Well, sounds like your problem. <laughs> it is my problem. <laughs> and um, is it just me or do the uh, actual you know areas underwater kind of feel empty? I knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, there is a bunch of negative space, and like I was, I was wondering about that maybe being a problem because obviously you know, there's no fire down, there's no mobs down there, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and like the ruby sea in particular, you're sort of traveling through a lot of negative space, but it's so nice that it doesn't bother me, and I don't think it's gonna get old. I'll, I'll give you an example, like in in terms of the ruby sea, mm -hmm. getting to Shisui for the first yeah, time. Yeah, going down that trench. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're only ever going to do that once that's i mean but then they created all that space for me to just do it once yeah that's what i'm saying it's a lot of it's a lot of surface area to cover for me to never go down there again yeah that's true that's true i just i just think it's really nice to sort of wander around explore. i mean there's a there's a whole bunch of negative space in the sea of clouds which you never go to and that feels more like negative space than the ruby sea does to me but they, I, so we just replaced one negative negative space with another. Yeah, but I feel like the Ruby Sea ones are like much nicer and more satisfying to sort of drift around in. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I think the Ruby Sea is great, mm -hmm. but um, unless their first time through, you forgot to do a quest and then you left one of the islands, then it right. sucks. <laughs> You're like, all right, I'll just go talk to this uh, main story. NPC, and then I'll go do this quest. I'm halfway across the fucking room. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I just, yeah. Swimming has some sightseeing logs down there, by the way. Mm -hmm. I found one. I'm going to assume there's a, there's more than one across all the swimming areas. Yeah. There's but the other thing... Logs, there's gathering. There's, um, there's, no, wait, there's no... No, that wouldn't make sense. I was going to say there's no uh, uh, treasure or anything down there. No. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Not yet. There's no blitz ball down there either. Not yet. Thank God. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I set it up perfectly. All right. Um, where was uh, where was the other thing? Um, I guess one of my other things is the way swimming's used across the main scenario. Mm -hmm. You know how many times I've I was like, where the fuck? How the? F and then you just find a pool and you go. Oh yeah. No. Yep. Yeah. Shit. Does it I'm, really bother you that much? It it really is. When okay, what bothers me is sometimes you're standing on top of the quest marker, 
mm-hmm. and you're there's nothing there, mm-hmm. and you're like, what the? F-? There's got to be a cave somewhere, and then again, it hits you. You and it find doesn't occur to you. And you find my general rule of thumb is if you can't find it, it's underwater. Now, yeah, like so many times, I'm just like, you know, in Volker's Reach. The first mm-hmm. time I got there, I kept going around the water because of the way I'm programmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you programmed. To... I'm programmed to stay yeah, away no from it. That. So like, that's like another one of those things that'll just like take a couple of days or a couple of weeks to get used to, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> I've seen like uh, so many quests, especially in like I think the fourth zone you visit. Mm-hmm. It's. It, what yank show? Yeah. It gets what, having a, having because a again you're just like how the fuck do I get over? It? Of course. Of course. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, well, the thing is, if you'd been reading the dialogue, then you would have noticed that they were yeah. They do. T- I know they do tell you. They even point you. The NPCs run in its direction. That's another yeah. thing. NPCs always run in the direction of where yeah. the pools are. Yeah. So as long as you yeah. notice that. You know how many times I've seen them run in a direction and it's the same direction as the marker? And I just don't Mm -hmm. think... I'm just not thinking about swimming because I have never had to think about it for four years. (laughs) It does feel better in the locks, though. I'll I'll, I'll admit. Yeah. That's one place I can can forgive it. Forgive the whole empty feeling because it doesn't feel empty. It actually feels a lot more spacious than... The land, for the what's, most part. What's going on in the locks there, by the way, Sly? Is that part of the old city that's underwater? Is that part of the city, or is that something else? Are you asking from a lore perspective? Yeah. I don't... I have no idea. I know you don't. That's why I didn't fucking ask you. <laughs> How about you don't t- discuss it yet, then, at this? All right, okay. Okay, fine. All right, all right. Fine. All right. Come on. I have to do this with two different cameras because there you go. I'm just saying, shut up. So that's all we got for swimming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. So as long, I'm just glad I'm not fighting down there. Even as much as fighting would make it feel less empty, I just don't want to fucking fight underwater. It, it would. It oh would yeah. Be, if as as soon as you give me the, the as soon as I can find underwater, you might as well just let me fight in, in the air. Because it's the it would be the fucking same thing because they literally mm-hmm. control the same minus the little you know, <coughs> circle as you approach the surface. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so, so glad for that, and it would have been such a waste of resources as well for such a gimmicky thing. Yeah, although I don't mind it, I wouldn't mind a vertical fight like that on occasion. It's just I don't want it to become super normal. Mm-hmm. We just need to wait. Yeah, but for... the thing is, why, why would you invest the resources unless it is something that's going to be super normal? I don't know. I'll ask out about all of swimming and diving at this point because there's nothing down there. <laughs> but that's just that's just like a set of animations. There's nothing like to there's a that. A lot really. of shit down. There's a lot of things they had to put. They had to meticulously. Oh, I place know, I know, I know. But, but yeah. in terms of like creating assets and animations and stuff like that, like it's nowhere near uh, what they would have to do for underwater I, combat. I like the chat yeah. suggesting they should put emerald weapon down there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even find him. He just that, murders you that, if he finds that, you. Would it be Ruby Weapon? No, Ruby Weapon's the sand. Considering it's yeah. the Ruby Sea. God damn it. No. no. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. No. Like, no. You don't think there'd, there'd be a Ruby Weapon down there somewhere? It could be. Alright. Okay. Oh, my bad. Stop, stop giving me that look. 
that's I said you I, you get one, and now that's two mm. in this show. That's two. All right. It's way more than two. Yeah. Yeah, you got a point. Uh, okay. Is there any? Is there anything else? Sly swimming and diving was your idea. Is there anything else? Have y'all died on water? No, we had to. Oh, died. So I tried to die. Um, yeah. It didn't work. Wow. I couldn't get it to happen. So mm. the funny thing is, in the second dungeon in Violet Tide, there is a small portion of water, and so you try if you mm. try pulling the mob to the water, it leashes. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? I don't know if you can run all the way up and grab a different... Because this mob leashes no matter what. If you run past him far enough, he leashes too. I wonder mm -hmm. if I can run... I wonder if the other mobs have a leash range that's similar. Like, like it's designed to stop in this, like, this radius that like prevents you from bringing it back to the water. Mm -hmm. um, I know that some, someone made a point the other day in the Ruby Sea, which I thought was fucking hilarious, is that they ran into the water to escape from a shark. <laughs> <laughs> The sharks above land are yeah. a bigger threat than the actual sharks you can yeah. swim underwater yeah. with. Yeah, I was like, yep, yeah. all right. The sharks, like, sees you going in the water. It's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not about that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. It's a land shark, bro. <laughs> don't you, don't, did you just assume what kind of shark it is? Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, you must Jeez. have. How about that? Well, at some point, I hope someone dies in the water. Don't take that, that sentence terrible. out of context. That is terrible. <laughs> <Should we clip laughs> that? Don't take that out of context. And uh, you know what? I'll say this. I hope we can. I hope that large houses can get swimming pools. <laughs> There's a plot we were looking at, and it does have a hot spring behind it. Yeah, they got hot springs, but a couple of the plots do have hot springs behind them, which is really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And someone did ask for for swimming pools, and Yoshida was like, "Huh, yeah, all right." And then you're literally you're gonna log in, and there's just gonna be a Lollafeld with the play dead emote in the water. Yeah, at the, at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a Lollafeld, nobody else. Even though, <laughs> even though you know the potatoes. You know, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, right. Beautiful. On that note, I think we've covered everything from early access. Mm -hmm. uh, chat mm -hmm. very often asks us to talk about job balance. When he's played Dragoon, I've played Monk. You've played Dragoon. Yeah, you can't really do that like before Omega anyway. I mean, you can mathematically. People are mathematically you can, but it's it doesn't really mean anything like, on like, paper. Like for example, Ninja, actually the most OP thing. Paladin, mm -hmm. pretty fucking OP. Mm -hmm. You know, Scholar, everyone fucking hates it now. Yeah. There, there's but a, again, this this is a few generalizations. It doesn't mean anything until we until we get into red. No, it doesn't. But. People wanted us to talk. I just don't know that we like we're not experienced. We're not really qualified. Yeah, moment. we're not qualified, yeah. and it'd be fucking yeah. dumb for us to try and do. It. Sly, do you have? Some, like do you want to talk about job balance, Sly? No. <laughs> no. It's like people trying to ask me about like author and law and stuff at the moment. I'm like, I don't fucking know. Give <laughs> me a couple of weeks, Jesus. What makes you think you think that I got like copies of the script like months beforehand? Because I didn't. No, you are Ethis Jesus. You know the lore before the lore actually hits the fucking game. Haven't you gotten that notice? Ethis. Oh, yeah. All right. right. I want you to I want you to tell me this just with your lore knowledge, okay? Mm -hmm. Who will be the last mm -hmm. boss of the interdimensional rift? I know I know it's asking a lot, but I I I think yeah. you might be able to like I think you might have the insight. You, you right think now? it's gonna be you think it's gonna be X Death. Well, or Enduo. If not, I think they'll appear in there. 
I have, I have no it's idea. It's going to be Omega. Like, we're not fucking stupid. It's going to be Omega. Yeah, it's going to be Omega. I think it's probably going to be Omega. But in terms of, like, twists and stuff, I've, I have no idea what's going to happen in Interdimensional Rift. I, I expect to see uh, Papalimo in there um, doing a kind of Louis Soir, like, closure kind of thing. Agreed. Uh, maybe Ilbert. Maybe. But I haven't really put much thought into Omega, to be honest. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it delivers. Sly, you look like you're thinking before we wrap up. Yeah, when you said Ilbert, I'd, I said Pop Lino, yes, Ilbert, nah, but now that, now that you think about it, uh, I remember the um, final steps of fate. Yeah, they might go that route. Mm. Yeah, they I mean, they brought, like, they brought back Kosh Font and Iceheart when nobody saw that coming. So I would see mm. this one coming at the very least. Mm. Hmm. Nero's going to be the last boss. That's all that matters. And he's going to be dead, finally. We'll be done with him, right? You reckon Nero's finally going to die? Yeah, this motherfucker, is just his lease on life has gone on too long. <laughs> he's seriously played with death way too many times at this point. Uh, and this that's is, true. That's a good point. He is going down. All right, so uh, that's a wrap for this show. Uh, yes, sir. So next week's show... Is, uh, is still kind of a toss-up. We'll probably talk more specifically about certain aspects of it. I consider doing the spoiler cast in just one week because in two mm -hmm. weeks we'll have Omega Normal to talk about. Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. Omega Normal generally won't take up a whole show because we'll get in, we'll, we'll talk about the four bosses briefly. We can't talk about the lore the day of Omega. We'll talk about the story that it comes. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. um, the spoiler cast will be in two weeks, Ethis. I mm -hmm. would like you to especially to be aware of that. You're Next me week, hold my two weeks, man. What happened? You're making me hold my breath for two weeks, man. Yeah. It's gonna take him that long to watch the cutscenes. No, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, you say that. Yeah. No, that's what that's what yeah, Heaven's we'll word. See. I did it like as. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll uh, see. <laughs> uh, next week is still toss up, but the week after the spoiler cast is Bully of the Realm. Woo. Where oh, it uh, is. Yes. So we, okay. Sly and I will have right. Zeno on that episode. And then oh. we'll be Omega Savage Day. Ooh. Which we'll have some hopeful first impressions of. Hopeful? Hopeful. Well, I mean, like, we won't, obviously, we won't have seen all of Savage at that point. So we can all, well, <laughs> I say that. But <laughs> 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 world I mean, first before, world first in under 15 hours by somebody. Who the fuck knows, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everyone's like Zeno. Zeno's gonna quit Warrior. Listen, it doesn't mean you bully any less. All right, that just means that you're not unchained as much. Is he, is he, gonna, is he gonna rename his show to Sword Oath? I don't. <laughs> Requie Requiescat or whatever it's called, Holy Spirit. I don't think he should name his show Holy Spirit. I think that's a bad idea. Okay, no, still bully. It's still we're still calling it bully of the realm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You can bully regardless of job, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. <laughs> okay. So and uh, okay. So those are just the plan. Next week is still all up in the air, and we'll be sure to give updates about that. Whatever it is out there, you're free to join us if you want. But I'm not gonna make you since you have to be on two weeks from now as well. Oathbreaker. There you go. Oathbreaker. I like it. There we go. There you go. That's a good name. <laughs> um, okay. So let's wrap up. Uh, and then I can get back to being tired as hell. See, I made it through the show with the tequila fine. You did it! I honestly you, didn't feel it 
all that much. I don't know if that means I'm no. an alcoholic. You only have I think one shot all the way through. What happened, Sly? You only have one shot or two. We had two back to back, and they're 150 proof each. So it was. Uh, and two crazy. shots. Yeah. The second one was even more full than the first one. So I was worried. I was worried, guys. Oh, and for anyone who's watching live, this doesn't matter on YouTube, don't forget there's maintenance night at 11 p.m. until 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So uh, that's, what time is it now? That's in just under four hours. Or just over yeah, four, four hours. hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind if you have plans to play tonight, especially late into the morning. But, uh, you know, that's pretty late. So just go to sleep. Anyway. Uh, so, Ethis, why don't you tell them where they can find you at and what some of your plans might be video-wise, content creation-wise. Um, you can find me on youtube.com slash ethisasha. I think the first thing I'm going to be doing content-wise over the next couple of weeks is I'm going to be going through all of the, the leveling dungeons and doing lore tours and stuff like that. Um, it's going to be a couple of weeks for me to like digest all of the new like authored lore and stuff like that before I start doing content on that. But you can expect content on that, of course, and on everything else story and lore related to Stormblood. Uh, you can catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Asher, where I stream five nights a week. I'll be streaming, for those of you live at the moment, I'll be streaming, yeah, I'll be live in about an hour from now, and I'll be streaming until um, uh, until the servers go down. So there's that. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitter, at Ethis, F-F-X-I-V. What about you, Sly? You can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07. You can find me on the Ubtubs uh, at the Velvet Room. Uh, you can find me, I think that's pretty much it, everywhere. Yeah. 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 You can find me everywhere, except Grinder, of course. <sighs> that's your thing every week now, right? And I think, honestly, week? at this point, I, I, I think you have one. So do you, Sly, I'm man. Sure. Get out there. I'm pretty sure. Slay. Thanks. Everyone wants to be Sly's butt boy. He is looking. Yeah. It's not going to be ashamed of dude. No, no, no. According to Ethos, I will let anyone give me a handy. That's true. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> we'll call you Slay, aka Gray Fox. All right. <laughs> <laughs> New nickname right there. Yes! Oh my god. I love having uh, nicknames. Yeah, yeah, Happy, where can, where can they find you? Just, just go ahead. <laughs> All right. Mr. Happy127, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. Also, not Grinder. <laughs> Since he brought it up, I will also bring it up. Um, it's been a really crazy week this last week. We've had the stream going live for 20. It's still right now. It's still part of that. We had the stream almost consistently live 24-7. We had a few like technical hiccups, internet drops, or uh, OBS having issues. But it's been crazy because uh, Tequila Shots, one of our moderators, first time streaming, and he's been doing really well. Mel's been taking over, and she's been doing really well. Uh, she's been gathering and talking shit about me. Uh, but, I mean, that does well, right? <laughs> That's all you really need to do. And uh, it's been insane. So now that the 24-7 the is going to be winding down soon, uh, in a sense, it's not actually going for 7 because early access is over. It's just I didn't want to say 27 or 24-4. It doesn't sound as cool, pretty much. 
that being said, it's been an excellent event now that it's coming to an end. Uh, I can actually get real guides out, not, hey, I'm running through this dungeon talking about it and going, uh, because I'm trying to fucking learn how to play Monk at level 60, whatever, and what I learn all the bosses and shit. So please look forward to it. I, uh, I know I do. It's going to be a busy next four weeks until Omega Savage because it's going to be video, 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 video. So anyway, thank you all for enjoying the hell out of this 24-7 stream. And uh, look forward to Stormblood because it's got it for the next two fucking years. So hopefully 4.1 stuff, the new stuff is great. Hopefully the brand new content in 4.2 is great. Hopefully Eureka is less shitty than the other relics. I'm not going to say great because it's still relic weapons, but maybe it'll be great and I'm wrong. Or it'll be Diadem, who the hell knows. Um, and uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got a lot going on. So looking forward to it. On that note, though, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to wrap up this show and we're going to continue the stream for a little while longer. Uh, and then I think I might shut down the 24-7 tonight because with maintenance, I don't know. I feel like it's, yeah. it's fate. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think any of us wants to just sit there for four hours. You think it's a sign? I think it's a sign. I think it's a sign, happy, get off, and, and go start <laughs> go making guides. <laughs> I've been sleeping seven to eight hours, actually. Good, this, uh, this, hmm. this entire set of that, I think there's only one night where I only slept for five hours. Every and other night's been hard. seven to eight hours. It's been, it's been it's reliably good. good. So uh, it's been fantastic. Um, but anyway, guys, we're going to wrap up probably a short post-show so these two gentlemen can get back to their time. By the way, uh, Sly, Primal's fucked right now. It's 90Ks across the board, just so you know. Uh, Don't go into the duty finder. Or you're fucked. I'm just letting you know. If you go into the duty finder, like an inst you're you're gonna you're gonna disconnect. I'm just letting you know. At this is probably fine because you know Tonberry. I mean, right now it's fine. Yeah, there you go. Okay, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week. So until then, take care. Bye. Enjoy the game. Hopefully, you got your collector's editions. If you did, slay the fucks. God damn it, Happy. What the fuck? <laughs>